City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Twenty-nine minutes past six is the final day of the second month 
We're ending on a note of victory with the Victory Praise Medley by Diana Hamilton. Welcome to Monday. It's an interesting date because it's the first working day of the week, but it's also the last day of the month. And in that duality, we present to you your favorite radio show. As we mark the end of the shortest month, we enter a five-week month. It's called March. Dedicating it to the study of heritage, celebration of history, culture, people, places. And you're listening to the City Breakfast Show. Sing a victory song. Start the day on a note of victory. He says we are more than conquerors. That means you can sing the songs of victory, even though the battle is still ahead. Oh, yes. And don't forget that today's best will not meet tomorrow's challenges. You need to continuously strive to get better. Everything can be improved. Everybody can improve. And every day has improvement possibilities. Don't limit yourself to what was possible yesterday. You had a great show yesterday. You preached a great sermon yesterday. You had a great meeting. You did a great performance last night. But you can do better today. Put your best into today. But today is the floor on which you stand for tomorrow to emerge. My best today is the floor I stand on to get better. Never rest on your best. Make every day your masterpiece. Don't over-exaggerate yesterday. Because you can do much more today than you've ever done in your life. That's why we're starting the month with a song of joy. Don't forget Business Sense brought to you by ADB. It's the end of the month. I'm not sure if you can call it an advance, but if the salary is delaying, give us a call. 0243-273-369. We'll give you the payday plus. It's a quick salary advance to meet your pressing needs. Get up to 80% of your next net monthly salary. You don't pay an interest on your repayment within the first 30 days. Your money hits your account the same day. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Entertainment personality of the year, the black sheriff, with a, a way of transforming what is supposed to be a song that they sing. You know, it's a traditional song and it's globalized it. Created a lot of buzz, collaborated with some of the best. And it's still just imagine if you think about the life of a musician. And of course, that was the EAAs on Saturday night. You should see Kojo jumping. The science behind how you can maintain your head standing still whilst you move your body. I, I really need to do more physics, Charlie. You do for. <laughs> but but for me, for yeah. me, you know, on Friday I was trying to tell you guys about Kobe Rana, but you didn't give me space. Charlie, 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 Charlie. Because I, I I know I know I know Kobe Rana, I know Kobe Rana and what he's capable of. He, he, he's when you give him the if I, when we mention his name, when they mention everybody was like, Yee. when they just mention his nomination, <laughs> you know, a lot of people know him and the things he can do, mm, mm. you know, from way back. Yeah, yeah Charlie, and he he showed his training. But my man of the night was. Maria, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charlie, 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 Charlie. Charlie, the guy performed. When he said Charlie, mommy fans, mommy fans. <laughs> but that song is, but that song is a great song. Yeah. I mean, That's the way. The guy's the way. Maria, Maria. Charlie, we have to play that song before the show. We have to drop the song before we get into the song, though. Maria, Maria. Big thank you to Total for joining us on the NPR. Maria, Maria. The new label of Total is made to make sure you enjoy. Enjoy premium oil Hallelujah. and a premium bottle. Quartz helps you keep your engine younger for longer. And of course, Fidelity Bank. Reach us on our new number 0800 003355. 
You can reach us on social media as well. Fidelity Bank, believe with us. I was shocked how everybody knew every word of this song. Yeah, I was surprised. I play this song in my car every day. You know, he didn't even he didn't even have to. Basically, he just asked the question. Yeah, Charlie. I was surprised because I, mean, I ask you, this is us every day. As I was not. He said if it's treaty. Oh, is that what you say? Yeah, if it's treaty. Yeah. I mean, if people say Maria, Maria. But why is it so popular? Why is the song so well, popular? Well, it's, it's a sing-along. It's easy to get the words. It's easy to sing along. And yeah. everybody relates to exams. You can know before the exam. Yeah. So why do we blame lecturers? No, see, but for him, mm-hmm. he said he wrote the exam with the expectation that oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and so he's already announced He's it. announced <laughs> from the world. But amazing, amazing production, amazing work done by the whole team. We'll tell you more later on. Yeah, we'll come out from so welcome, good morning. Hope you had a great weekend. You yes. definitely had a great weekend. I, I did. Kojo did. I don't know about you. Yesterday, where were you at? At, at five? At six no, thirty p.m. I, I, you know, I actually felt bad for Kepa. <laughs> After being given the assignment and failing the assignment, as I'm still waiting, this song is for Kepa. You know, you know what's funny? Worry, worry. I, I think the coach did the right thing. Yeah, of course. The, the coach Track record. realizes that Track record. Mendy is good for normal game. game and Kepa is good for penalty kicks. So, And for me, he, you, you live and die by your decisions. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, but it was just luck. But, but it was a world-class game. Look, I'm Ben, telling I keep you. telling you that mm. football at the highest level. Charlie. The even gap, even, the, gap, the, even the, gap, the penalties. Look, the gap between us and Europe is large. It's amazing, Charlie. The game was great. It's and even, even the penalty kicks, the fact that nobody missed for 21 kicks. Charlie, the quality. 21 kicks, amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, so that was it. We'll start with the headlines. Uh, I mean, I'll start with Akra Asufuk. That's where I'm starting from. Why are you starting with Asufuk? Why should I not start from Asufuk? Because they drew one one. I'm just telling so you. So you're happy? I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Daily graphic back page. Hearts, cities, how, how, do, how do you start a newspaper review on a Monday with a back page about a mundane draw between hearts and cities? No, a two guys brace because Kotoko have almost won the league. You are not a, serious. A two guys brace wins day for Kotoko. And there's a two guys, this Cameroonian guy, I think he has scored like 12 or 13 the league. Yeah. Okay. So that was your headline. Yes. And then we come to Ukraine Russia conflict. 24 Ghanaians arrived today. Mm-hmm. 460 evacuated. Uh, we've been getting constant updates from the foreign ministry. They've done really well mm-hmm. on this matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, says Ho Technical University turns away late commerce to matriculation. Demand rules of conduct for media owners. This coming from Professor Kwame Karikai at the roundtable that we organized. And then pay 5.7 million Ghana cities to state. Shrash directs former PPA boss. This is very, very significant. I'll give you details later. Now, they find that the good news is that 460 Ghanaians have been evacuated from Ukraine. Um, this is according to the Foreign Affairs Minister, Ayoko Botri. The Navy has also been given four vessels to protect offshore resources. UTAG, the University Teachers Association of Ghana, has directed all lecturers to return to work. I didn't say we need e-levy to evacuate Ghanaians in Ukraine. This is a penalty. And government paid 16.45 billion Ghana cities to IPPs and fuel supplies. This is according to the minister. Let me give you the front page of the Republic Press paper. 220 Ghanaians flee Ukraine. Joe Weiss faces back Ben. Sack PPA boss to cough up 5 million Ghana cities. The state makes it here. Kennedy Japan is part of MPP's problem. Dr. Amache Boatin says so. Court orders NDC MP to pay 100k damages, retract and apologize to MCE within three weeks. And man allegedly kills his mother over his missing 100 Ghana cities. Ah! Now to the front page of the Ghanaian Times. Ghana plans to evacuate citizens from Ukraine. This is the Foreign Affairs Minister. 
public reacts to 15% transport fares increase. And there's a story that got someone on Facebook to ask what the difference between theft and corruption is. And that story is that former PPA boss banned 10 years from holding public office, directed by Shraj to refund 5.6 million Ghana cities to the states and also to declare assets. The Nungwa Manche is charging the EPA and town and country planning to protect water bodies in the greater Accra region. Front page of the Herald newspaper, speaker and deputy fighting over probing Sputnik video and other COVID corruption cases. Yoko and SPO urged to prosecute ex-PPA boss. E-level rejection forces Kenoferata into confession on economy, says government paying indecent salaries to teachers, others. Now, the new crusading guide. Ghanaians evacuated from Ukraine. Several others taken to safe zones, this according to the government. National security debunks claims of arrest of journalists. Military-led tax force set ablaze evacuate, uh, excavators and houses. Residents demand justice. And COP Mameya Tiwa Adudankwa Anet named among distinguished female officers globally. And rights are not absolute. Free speech may have criminal consequences. This is Asan Kuma. Let me take you finally to the front page of the BNFT, Bernard. Encouraging lending. Ghana card not enough. Also, fix slow judicial system. This is coming from Ken Thompson. Now, in the Russia-Ukraine crisis, 663 million Ghana cities in trade hangs in the balance. And review mortgage finance law as the developers ask for 30-year realistic mortgages. The new publisher, when a cabinet minister defies the legal advice of a Kufuado's attorney general. This um, story is on page four of the paper. Adjustafu is also on the front page. Adjustafu enjoying NDC support as she snaps a Kufuado chief of staff for Seche Mensa and MPP. Apenya Markin denies saying government needs e-levy to evacuate Ghanaians from the UK. And if you go to the Economy Times, banks happy as the city falls. This story is by Elam Desewu. Deepening BOT, watchdogs trained to save public purse, and rising NPLs, real estate players share courses and antidotes. Let's go online, citynewsroom.com. It's not true that government can pay salaries for the next three months. This is John Kuma. Fix the country convener Oliver Bakavomawa to appear in court today. Also, Utah says return to lecture halls as we consider a referendum of results. Meanwhile, Ayokobochi says no train conveying Ghanaians from Ukraine has been attacked. She also says over 220 stranded Ghanaians in Ukraine to come back home soon. In other stories, committed drivers insist on 30% increase in transport fares. That Mallet receives Lifetime Achievement Award and Entertainment Achievement Awards. While Black Sheriff has been adjudged the EA Awards Entertainment Personality of the Year. If you go to Major Online, they're leading with the same foreign ministry story. The Ghanaians being evacuated. Meanwhile, Professor Sari says declares seats of absentee MPs vacant. Utah is urging lecturers to return to class while they negotiate towards March 4 deadline. And then if you move to Star FM, the lead story is also on the 200 Ghanaians to be evacuated. This is from Ukraine. And F. Dag backs market women to kick against E-Levy and appear stadium seeking to discredit former Peace Council boss according to the Methodist Church. If you go to GNA, President opens National Labor Conference today. And Christian Castle shooting 74 years on. Let's resume lectures while awaiting negotiations. This is UTAG and Russia-Ukraine conflict media aid to avoid sensationalism and unconfirmed report. Globally, there are a couple of stories about the Ukraine conflict. So, for example, the Washington Post says Belarus is expected to join the invasion, ramping up <laughs> tension ahead of the Russia-Ukraine talks. 
Now, that's the Washington Post from uh, the U.S. Meanwhile, if you go into the New York Times, they are saying Ukraine agrees to talk with Russia. Battle rage on Middle East front as Ukrainians resist Russia's push. The BBC says Kiev curfew lift as Ukraine wakes to crucial 24 hours. Let's get the quick details. Okay, let me give you the Ukraine-Russia conflict and this, uh, an update on Ghanaians who are leaving mm. on the front page of the Daily Graphic. 24 Ghanaians, the first batch of evacuees from Ukraine will arrive in the country today aboard Qatar Airways. Mm. They are expected to be followed by 220 others who have exited Ukraine and will be in the country within the week. Mm. The 24 Ghanaians are part of about 460 students who have managed to leave the beleaguered Ukraine to neighboring countries such as Poland, Hungary, Romania, Slovakia, and the Czech Republic. Now, at a press conference in Accra yesterday, the Minister of Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration, Ms. Shelley Ayokoboche, said that 24 had already arrived in the Romanian capital, Bucharest, and others of and officers of the Ghana mission there had procured tickets for them to leave for Accra today. She also uh, yes, debunked um, the claim that a train carrying Ghanaians from Ukraine had been attacked. This was at the same press conference, mm -hmm. according to where the claims are false and must be disregarded. So she gave a breakdown of um, where... Uh, friends and our brothers and sisters are. So Romania, 24 students have arrived. 48 are being processed at the holding area, while another 60 are going through border formalities. 38 Ghanaian students have crossed into Poland. 25 persons who have headed towards um, Slovakia have been assisted. Um, some 25 students arrived in Hungary. And 85 Ghanaian students are being assisted by the Ghanaian embassy in Russia. And she also says that we don't know the exact number of Ghanaians in Ukraine, but the ministry is doing everything they can to deal with the issues. Now, next to that story in the finder is the President's State of the Nation address. Um, the headline says, President's State of the Nation address postponed indefinitely. And the story says, President wow. Anadu Danko Ekufuado's mm. 2022 State of the Nation address has been postponed indefinitely, Mr. Alexander Kwamena Apenyomakin, Deputy Majority Leader of Parliament, has disclosed. Uh, he was presenting the business statement of the sixth week ending Friday, March 4, 2022, of the first meeting of the second session of the eighth parliament. Mm. And according to him, uh, the president was expected to deliver the State of the Nation address on Thursday, this Thursday. But um, the indicative dates given no longer holds, noting that members of parliament would be duly informed of a new date when the president would deliver his address to the House. Meanwhile, he's opening the National Labor Conference today. The president will open a National Labor Conference organized by the Ministry of Employment and Labor, Re Labor Relations and its tripartite constituents today in Kweu. The conference is on the theme Strengthening Tripartism tripartism <laughs> for Peaceful word. Labor Relations and Resilient Economy. Will end with the adoption of a roadmap and a communicate that will inform and shape government's approach to the resolution of labor issues for national development. Very important, considering what is happening mm -hmm. uh, around the country. I'll stick with Russia and Ukraine, though. On the front mm -hmm. page of the BNFT, they talk about uh, trade hanging in the balance between Ghana and the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And according to them, uh, the war could cost Ghana more than 337 million CDs in direct exports receipts with another 326 million worth of imports likely to be affected. Mm -hmm. The numbers show that in 2020, the total value of exports to Russia, led by cocoa and shared derivatives, hit 52 million Ghana cities. And then we have uh, manganese, aluminum, ores, and concentrates as well. So uh, we have... Yeah, then two quick stories. They are saying that Russian 
I'm, I'll come to it. A Russian ruble plunges after new sanctions announced. This is the BBC. I'm reading this because you also read a story about CDs for and banks' reaction. The story says yeah. the, tr- the ruble has slumped by 30% against the US dollar after Western nations announced new sanctions against Russia over its invasion of Ukraine. The new record low for the Russian currency comes after some of the country's banks were banned from using the SWIFT international payment system. On Sunday, Russia's central bank appealed for calm amid fears that there could be a run on the country's banks. Growing tension has also helped push Brent crude price above $100 per barrel. The move by the EU, US and their allies to cut off a number of Russian banks from the SWIFT is the harshest measure imposed to date on Moscow over the Ukraine conflict. And banks happy as the city falls. This is the Economy Times. Um, the story says some commercial banks in the country are happy in the wake of the speed of depreciation of the country's currency, the city, as it increases their net foreign assets in city terms. Like virtually everyone else, the banks publicly clamor for exchange rate stability, but in reality, they prefer at least some degree of CD depreciation because it increases the value of their net foreign assets in CD terms. Mm. Now, let me take you to the center spread of the Ghanaian Times. Bernard, you remember the former PPA boss story? Yeah. Yes. Um, he's been banned 10 years from holding public office mm-hmm. and he's been directed by Shraj to refund 5.6 million Ghana cities to the state mm-hmm. and also to declare his assets. That's all. Now, yeah. the story says the former chief executive officer of the Public Procurement Authority, Ajenim J, has been banned from holding public office for the next 10 years by Shraj. Additionally, he has been directed to refund the state, uh, to the state 5.6 million Ghana cities within six months and declare his assets in accordance with the Public Office Holders Act. This followed findings from a petition submitted by the Ghana Integrity Initiative to the Commission in 2019 after the contract for sale exposé by Manasse Awuni. Brilliant work. Now let's come to Utah. Return to lecture halls as we consider referendum of results. That's what I have here. Well, according to the Daily Graphic on page 54, lectures begin today. Is it? Uh, Yeah. According to them, since the 15 public universities in the country are expected to resume full academic activities from today following the suspension of the industrial action by the University Association of Ghana. This is in spite of the referenda being held across the various branches of the association to ratify or reject the decision of the National Executive Committee of the association to suspend the strike. Well, the, the this angle we have is not as straightforward as the graphic wants mm. us to believe. The UTAG has up- urged its members to return to the lecture halls as the NEC considers the outcome of the referendum by members on whether its six-week-old strike should be suspended or not. Now, all branches of UTAC across the country are holding referenda to decide on whether to agree with NEC's decision to suspend the strike in compliance with the High Court order. About eight of the branches have so far voted against the decision to suspend the strike, but in a statement, UTAC said while the referenda will end today, March, uh, February 28th, NEC will have five days to consider the result and take a final decision. Now, the Nungwa Mancha has been speaking and he's charging the EPA and town and country to protect water bodies in Greater Accra. Mm. Almost all streams and rivers are now gutters. And the story says the Nungwa Mancha Professor Obuade Kin Odaifu Welenti III has appealed to the EPA and the town and country planning to take urgent action to stop activities that cause destruction to water bodies in the Greater Accra region. He said that he was concerned at the rate of destruction to the water bodies through illegal activities such as indiscriminate disposal of waste and land reclamation. And Let's talk about transport action. fares. Okay. Committed drivers insist on 30% increment in transport fares. This is one of the groups negotiating transport increases, making the case the chairman Charles Danso said that continuous increment in fuel prices affects them negatively and so they can't depend on government to regulate their business. If you go to Kumasi, commercial drivers demand further increase in transport fares. Some commercial drivers in Asante Regional Capital Kumasi 
will want transport fares increase to 30% instead of the 15% announced by the GPRTU. Following the constant hike in fuel prices in the past couple of months, transport fares have been increased by 15% across the country, which took effect from Saturday, the 26th of February. Speaking to City News, some drivers called on the government to consider abolishing some taxes imposed on petroleum products to help reduce well, the war of words between the Speaker of Parliament and his deputy rages on. Saturday, we heard from Joe Wusu, and on page 18 of the Daily Graph, he says, accept divergent views. Mm. The first deputy Speaker of Parliament has mm. called on the Speaker, Albans Mana Kingsford Bagbin, to have the courage to accept divergent views. He said mm. holding a different view on issues of the Speaker should not be new to him and not be considered as a conduct tantamount to insubordination. And uh, on the same page, uh, the NDC is cautioning its members not to court disaffection for MPs. Vomaro to appear or reappear in court today is the city newsroom lead story. The convener of the Fix the Country movement, Oliver Baka. Vomaro is expected to reappear in court today, Monday, February 28, 2022. He has been charged with treason felony after he made comments allegedly threatening a coup d'etat should the government go ahead to pass a controversial e-levy. He was arrested on February 11 at the airport upon his return to Ghana and was put before the Ashaman District Court on Monday where he was denied bill and remanded into police custody. Now, let me take you to a suggestion on the e-levy. Mm. Uh, the pro-vice-chancellor of the University for Development Studies, Professor Felix Kofi Abagale, says that if the government gets the e-levy act passed, we should dedicate 5% of that to create irrigation uh, development fund to support agriculture. He was speaking at the 10th... Uh, um, the 10th inaugural lecture of the University of Development Studies and it was attended by people from Academia Research and was speaking on the theme Damning the Reservoirs for Sustainable Livelihoods. He says that if we actually get the E-Levy going, then we should invest. Let me end with the EAA's Black Sherry Fajat EAA 2022 Entertainment Personality of the Year story on City Newsroom by Kwame Dazi. He says, Ghanaian artist and Mohammed Ismail Sharif, known in showbiz circles as Black Sharif, has won the Entertainment Personality of the Year Award at this year's Entertainment Achievement Awards. He beat a competition from Giovanni Caleb, who had a swell time. I tell you, comedian Obi Amponsa, Afrobeat artist, Kiddy Halep, musician Kwame Eugene, dancehall artist, Tomboy, rapper Sarkodie, and Ghanaian artist based in the U.S. Amaray. Now, last year's award was won by Akrobeto, who is known as Akwesi Buedu. Mm. Now, we know Black Sharif shot into mainstream music when he released his first sermon song in 2021. He gained more prominence when he followed it up with the second sermon, a song he featured uh, Nigerian Grammy Award winner Brenner Boy. Boy. He currently has a record deal with Empire, an American distribution company and record label headquartered in San Francisco. And the second edition of the EA is held at the Marriott's on February the 26th. And it's awarded people in the entertainment industry from comedy to poetry to sports, fashion, fashion to sports and, of course, music. What's your problem? I'm not asking you. <laughs> but even Liberty Self is not dead. <laughs> this is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. City Business News is coming up next. It's brought to us by Goal. Elevate your goodness. Join the Goal Club today and enjoy up to three persuade per liter discount on fuel you can also win free life insurance cover provided by my life insurance you may even accrue and contribute loyalty points to a social group to fund an approved csr project all because you're part of the gold club register online at registration.gold.com.gh or visit any of our social media platforms Goal good energy
And it's time to be a G with G Money. It's the most reliable and secure mobile money wallet. Take part in the Win Like a G promo, win monthly rewards, or a brand new saloon car as the grand prize. This is any G Money agent or GCB branch nationwide. Perform transactions, win two. G Money agents are part of this amazing promo. Sign up customers, perform more transactions, and win big. The more the points, the better your rewards. G Money, be a G. Chatum. Anita Kisimirku is joining us. See the business news. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of Sissy Business News. It's proudly brought to you by MCN Goyle and GCB Bank and powered by sissybusinessnews.com. Coming up, energy consultant Dr. Yusuf Suleimana predicts an increase in fuel prices to 10 Ghana cities per litre should the Russia-Ukraine conflicts escalate. And unfavorable weather conditions and unavailability of silos identified as the major cause for the current dry state of rice. My name is Anita Kisimikulesesel for the details. Energy consultant Dr. Yusuf Suleimana says if the conflicts between Russia and Ukraine escalates, Ghanaians must brace themselves to start buying fuel at about 10 Ghana cities per litre. This report by Michael Ogbudu has the details. The price of fuel on the global market reached an over eight-year record by hitting $100 a barrel. Already, the previous increase to about $90 had resulted in prices at the pump inching to a peswa from eight Ghana cities per litre. Energy consultant Dr. Yusuf Suleimana says although the current spike on the global front is merely speculative, things could worsen if the situation with Russia and Ukraine deteriorates further. This, he says, would have dire consequences on pump prices locally. UK, European Union and Americans, they all know how key how the supply of Russia energy into their sector. So based on that, all the you know uh, uh, sanctions that have been put in place they are going around the energy sector and they know so until the energy sector of russia is hit and hit hard what i what we see going above hand is speculative we will need to watch it for over a month and also if the conflict escalates and sustains for a very period of time yes we could have oil price going even around 120 and even beyond because the reason being that russia is a force to reckon with russia is among the three leading players in terms of oil production in the global basket. Russia is number third, number one, following closely US and Saudi Arabia. While Saudi Arabia is the OPEC leader, you know, we also have what we call OPEC plus, those who are also producers but they don't want to join OPEC. And Russia is their leader. Russia on a good day can do like 10 million barrels of oil to extreme the pre-COVID era. That's about 10% of global supply. So we are not joking with, it's not a small player that we are joking with. So if sanctions take hold and should affect the energy sector of Russia, and Russia is not able to push oil into the global basket, then we can be heading towards 120 and above. In that case, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10 cities per litre is a, a small value. We, don't, we are not praying for that. But it's good we put, it, we put plans in place, because these are global dynamics that are playing out. And then we have to use local strategies to be able to counteract that. You heard the energy consultants, Dr. Yusuf Suleimana, and in Michael Bodu's report. Meanwhile, the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers Ghana, COPEC, is calling for a swift investigation into recent cases of adulterated fuel recorded in some parts of the country. 
adulteration of petroleum products entails the illegal introduction of foreign substances that could lead to non-compliance with standard specifications. The Bulk Oil Storage and Transportation Company Limited Bost recently uncovered the adulteration of petroleum products by some 10 fuel tankers in its depot in Kumasi in the Ashanti region in October last year. In an interview with City Business News Executive Secretary of COPEC, Duncan Amos said fuel adulteration is still a problem in Ghana, thus the need for speedy implementation of measures to put an end to the menace. You have a situation where in recent times, Bost says that some 10 trucks that were dislodged and about to dislodge products into the Akumasi depot uh, have been arrested for bringing adulterated fuel. What we would want to see happen beyond the publication that Bost has now fined those transporters and some are on the run. We want to see these things publicized and where those who engaged in the nefarious acts are named and shamed. Whatever happened to that product? If it is 10 trucks or 54,000 or 540,000 liters, we are interested. Has the product been sold off? Has it been brought back to the refinery for correction to be done on it? The system should not become an arbitrary system where people do anything, get away with it. Where some are found out or caught, we find them and that ends it. Those who are buying these adulterated products are greatly inconvenienced. Their machines are it's costing them quite a lot to repair or change. And so national security should step in at this point and ensure that whatever the pressures are that is forcing uh, some of these people to do the bad or the wrong thing to jeopardize all of us, our engines, uh, we should bring it to an end somewhat as soon as practicable. Executive Secretary of the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers, Duncan Amor. Now, following the increase in transport fares by 15% by road transport operators in Accra, the Tricycle Riders Association in Ho has also increased transport fares by 33.3%. The increments took effect from Saturday, 26 February 2022. In an interview with City Business News Chairman for the Association, Francis Alaga noted that the increase in their charges has been as a result of the constant hike in the price of fuel and the cost of spare parts on the market. There's more on this report. The decision by the Tricycle Riders Association in Ho comes after stakeholder consultations on the various increases in the prices of petroleum products coupled with the burdening of other taxes for some time now. The association's chairman, Francis Alaga, noted that the increase in their charges has been as a result of the constant hike in fuel prices and also the cost of spare parts on the market. Yeah, the final decision is that at some places at first we used to take once in 50 pesos, but for now we are going to take two cities. And then some places we are taking two cities. Now we are going to take two cities, 50 persons. People are saying you should start. Even some have already started taking it since uh, the fuel increment came. But the, the, because of uh, what came out from, uh, from, from yes, the, the leading transport operators, it doesn't matter what uh, others are agitating. According to some riders, despite the increasing price of fuel over the last three years, they have maintained their old charges. They say they are happy with the decision taken by their leaders as they gain little to no profits after doing their sale. Uh, you know the cost of spare parts, the cost of fuel, the cost of everything, especially SRE, has affected our operations so much such that we cannot keep the price at, at the level that we used to. You know, when we started this, we were charging one city and we kept this 
price for almost three years. So recently, for almost this one now, we, we increased to 150 pesos. But now we have seen that, I mean, exchange rates are affected, has affected our operations inside that it's not possible for us to keep the price uh, at the level of the 150 pesos. I would say we are happy for the decision taken on our behalf by our executives. Yes. For some time now, we've been facing this increment almost every week. They'll be an increment in petrol. So at last, we just go in for petrol, you close, you won't get anything. You buy petrol, you work for the whole day, you won't get anything. So now that there is an increment, I think we are happy now, and then we also get something for our wife and kids back at home. Those were some tricycle riders ending that report. Away from that, the Rice Millers Association of Ghana has decried the current dry state of their produce caused by unfavorable weather conditions and the unavailable silos to store their rice. According to them, the situation could have been different if governments had helped secure a facility from U.S. Exxon Bank, which would have seen to the establishment of sufficient silos in the country needed by local rice farmers. In an interview with City Business News, the convener of the association, Yao Edupoku, said governments must do more to protect the local rice industry. At this point that the Hamata has set in, the rice is dry totally dried up. So when I mail it, it comes out 100% broken. And that means that the cost of the, the value that I put on the rice will be reduced by 50%. And so I run at a loss. This can be mitigated simply by putting in structures that will store the rice at the harvest time so that we don't talk about blood. We have been talking and talking and talking. Nobody is listening. Nobody is listening. I've gone all the way from the Minister of Agriculture to the Minister of Finance with a proposal to bring in U.S. Exim Bank. Convener of the Rice Millers Association of Ghana, Yao Edu Puku. Let's now join Gideon Amunichi of Data Bank for the latest updates on the stock market. Last week, gains in two stocks propelled the equity market and the higher. On the gainers list, SIC Insurance moved up by 5 pesos to 14 pesos while Enterprise Group gained 3 pesos to 3 CD 30 pesos. On the contrary, Access Bank Ghana led the decliners list for last week, losing 15 pesos to 2 CDs, while Cow Bank shared 3 pesos to 82 pesos. The net effect of the price changes lifted the Ghana Stock Exchange's Composite Index higher week on week, decreasing its year-to-date loss to 3.40%. The DSI 20 index similarly closed last week higher week on week, reducing its year-to-date loss to 2.26%. Looking ahead, we forecast the share price of SIC Insurance to close this week higher, while we tip Benzoy or Palm Plantation to shed some pesos this week. That was Gideon Amuniche of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of CC Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goal and GCB Bank, and powered by citybusinessnews.com. I am Anita Kisimiku. Do have a good business day. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. 30 minutes past 7, City Breakfast Show is the last day of February. And we're looking forward to the Heritage Month that starts tomorrow. Tomorrow is the 1st of March, but before we get into all of that, the latest news from the sporting world comes up next. We call it kickoff. It's brought to us by Leshehu. The spirit of Africa is a symbol of our resilience and our strength. 
is what drives us to do more, become more, and achieve more. We are scaling our digital power with you in mind to create the reality we yearn for. For Africa by Africa. Get ready as we prepare to embark on this digital journey together. This is Africa. We are Africa. Let's go. Let's improve life. Even if I walk through the valley of death, I know the fear. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Well, time for kickoff. Benjamin Nketiah is here. The, the new good news is that Liverpool beat Chelsea. The bad news is that hearts of folk can't seem to. I don't know. No, Charlie. Now, see, now you are in that super low because me, I'm red, red. Oh, you are red, red. Oh, yeah. So Charlie. you are Kotoko and Liverpool. Hard. So how, how is that even possible? Swimming, swimming in in victories and in. <laughs> you know, somebody said to me that Liverpool yeah. are brutal for Kotoko. I know. I, I don't even know why you are doing this rainbow thing. No, 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 no. But there are more hearts Liverpool than there are more. Are you Are you kidding yes. me? In fact, before you, I didn't know any hearts Liverpool. Oh, there are plenty. Oh, for real? Oh, plenty. I need to, I need to start fishing. I can even list them for you. you <laughs> plenty, plenty has Liverpool, plenty. Well, let's get into the headlines. And boxer Samuel Techi and footballer Evelyn Bedu named Sportsman and Woman of the Year at City TV's EA Awards. Liverpool defeat Chelsea in dramatic penalty shootout to win the Carabao Cup. And former RB Leipzig boss Jesse March leads the race to become next head coach of Leeds United after dismissal of Marcelo Bielsa. And let's begin with the Ghana Premier League. Let's get to game week 18. There were some very interesting scores there. Let's catch up with the results. Adriana Stars, uh, they beat Karela by two goals to nil in Doma. There was Brekum Chelsea versus Bibiani Gold Stars. Brekum Chelsea winning that game by one goal to nil. And then Midyama also recorded a one goal victory uh, over high flying Betim United. Ash Gold were thrashed at home by four goals to one by 11 Wonders. And then Elmina Sharks played out a 1 1 draw with Accra Lions. Kumasi Asante Kotoko, they were at home when they beat Dreams FC by two goals to nil. Let's hear from Dreams FC head coach Karim Zito speaking about his team's defeat. Seriously, um, I'm disappointed in my players. We strategize well. We stop Kotoko from playing. We create a lot of chances and then we should we should have equal, uh, beaten Kotoko from the first half. About three or four goals. And then we came in the second half. We had an opportunity again. We squandered it. Now, we coaches... I mean, teach them how to basically how to score by putting the ball into the net. Is the ability and capability of the player. You understand me? He's on the show. So I, I, we we have to blame ourselves because we did everything possible to win this match, and then we had opportunity but we could not take it. Abdul Karim Zito is head coach of Dreams FC. Let's get to the camp of Kumase Asante Kotoko. Let's hear from their head coach Prosper Nate Ogum also reacting to his team's victory. I think we lost we lost the balance um, in defense in terms of our structure and shape at the back um, and we give them uh, a lot of one v one situations created a lot of spaces for them which we didn't cover so as a technically good side like dreams you expect them to use those spaces so that was why around those times uh, we're caught 
some of the times. But then I think uh, later with Sharif going there, it brought some stability and uh, we're able to keep to our shape. So you had Prosper Nate Ogum speaking there. He is head coach of Kumasiya Sante Kotoko. In the other tie, Legon City's drew 1-1 with Accra Hearts of Folk. Accra Hearts of Folk head coach is Samuel Buedu and he shared his thoughts after his team's painful draw. It's a, it's a very painful draw because we thought that we have done with it just a few minutes. Always they need to compose and then mental toughness. That's because I say no. Yeah, it's very bad. Honestly, this is not what we want, but it's quite this football. We always stay focused and always concentrate till the end of the game. If you lose little concentration, you'll be punished. This, that's what happened to us. Going forward, we believe that we have to go. This is a, it's a mistake, but it's an elementary mistake. We have to go home and correct that mistake. Accra Hearts of Folk head coach Samuel Buedu speaking there. And away from the Ghana Premier League, Ghanaian boxer Samuel Techi has been voted the Sports Personality of the Year at the 2022 edition of the Entertainment Achievement Awards. Techi became the first Ghanaian to win an Olympic medal for the first time in 29 years when he claimed bronze at the Tokyo Games last year. Also, avowedness ill midfielder Evelyn Bedu has emerged as the winner of the Sportswoman of the Year Award. The 19 year old former Hazakes ladies uh, midfielder had a wonderful 2021 where she emerged top scorer at the 2021 CAF Women's Champions League tournament which was held in Egypt. So congratulations to Evelyn Bedou and also congrats to Samuel Techi. Let's move on to the Carabao Cup, which was played yesterday. And Liverpool won a dramatic penalty shootout in the League Cup final against Chelsea to secure their first domestic trophy of the season. Spanish goalkeeper Kepa Aretha Balaha was brought on in the closing moments of extra time as a penalty specialist, but he missed the decisive spot kick to make it 11-10 advantage Liverpool. Chelsea head coach Thomas Tuchel took responsibility for the defeat. Yeah, but I don't think so that a lot of people were surprised. We did it in the European Super Cup and, and, and we said we will do it again because uh, we have, we have uh, statistically proof that uh, Kepa is slightly better and, and uh, goalkeeping in a, in, a, in a penalty shootout is a total isolated uh, discipline. It has nothing to do with, uh, with, uh, with normal goalkeeping, so we, we did it. Uh, today he, he could not save one in the opposite. He, he missed it. This comes with decisions. It's like this. We take the decisions when they need to be taken. And um, it's easy to, to judge decisions after when you know the result. You had Chelsea head coach Thomas Tuchel speaking there. Meanwhile, Liverpool head coach Jürgen Klopp touched on the development of Kelleher and his importance to the team. It was pretty exciting, much more exciting than I wish, would have wished them. But actually, when you when you follow the, the, the story of the different games you played against Chelsea, so it was clear, it would probably not be an 8-0 for one team. So it's like really going for each other constantly. They started better, then we were better, then they started again better, then we were better again, and in the end, both teams were just sorry, um, tired. Um, and then you try to be lucky. But this is Without offside rules, and I would have seen probably 12 goals or so. So it's fine. Nil -nil. And then it gets really exciting, obviously. And we had the better end. And I, as much as I know, the Chelsea were their successful as well. Somehow had a feeling we deserved it. Griefs especially deserved it. 
Liverpool head coach Jürgen Klopp, obviously a very happy man there. Meanwhile, in the Premier League, head coach of Leeds United or former head coach of Leeds United, Marcelo Bielsa uh, is no more as Jesse March is the overwhelming favourite to replace him following the poor run of form that the club has endured in recent times. The 66-year-old Argentine appointed in June 2013 uh, will leave the Whites two points above the relegation zone. Now, former RB Leipzig head coach Jesse March is the overwhelming favourite to replace him and under Bielsa Leeds finished ninth last season on their return to the Premier League. So Marcelo Bielsa is no more at Leeds United head coach Jesse March is expected to replace him. Let's get to some EPL uh, matches that were played over the weekend. Game week 27, West Ham United beat Wolves by one goal to nil. Everton also uh, lost to Manchester City in controversial fashion. 1-0 is how that game ended. Brighton lost 2-0 to Aston Villa. Brentford also lost 2-0 to Newcastle. So it was a good day for away teams. Let's get to the camp of Newcastle and let's get some reaction from their manager, Eddie Howe. I see this this run or the league table in no way because I, I just think we have to get some more points. You know, we've got a lot more work to do. This uh, this is an over from our perspective. Although people will instantly make snap judgments on the back of results, for me it doesn't change anything. We have to go in now to our next game with the confidence that we should do from the run that we've been on, but also mindful of the fact we can't drop anything in our preparation or our intensity to what we've given every game during this really good period. Eddie Howe, Newcastle United head coach Crystal Palace drew 1-1 with Burnley. Patrick Vieira is head coach of Crystal Palace. He shared a few thoughts. It's about uh, scoring goals, being really clinical inside the box and defend well when we are inside our box. The reality of the game is, is inside the box in, in, in both areas. So we still have uh, a lot to learn in a defensive, like in the offensive side. But we have the quality and we just have to keep... Uh, working well and improving those those details that allowed us to win more football matches. Patrick Vieira, head coach, Crystal Palace speaking there. Let's finish off with some basketball. And the Philadelphia 76ers continue to be impressive with the duo of James Harding and Joel Embiid. This time, Harding recorded a triple-double against the Knicks. 125-109 is how the Sixers won this game. The Phoenix Suns are also reeling without Chris Paul. 118-114 is how they lost their game and the Los Angeles Lakers continue to lose ground in the race for the playoffs, losing this time at home to the Pelicans. 123-95. The Portland Trailblazers also lost to the Nuggets and then the Mavericks went to the Chase Center and beat the Golden State Warriors 107-101. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia. Kickoff was brought to us by Lechego. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Creamy plus for you. Creamy 
Plus is a delightfully delicious option whenever and wherever the occasion calls for milk. For your quick meals on the go or quality time at the dining table, jazz up your favorite Gary Soakings, Mash Kinky, cereals, and all hot and cold beverages with a creamy, protein-rich, healthy option of milk. Creamy Plus evaporated milk with vegetable fat is all you need to stay on the go. Creamy Plus evaporated milk is now available in a shop near you. Creamy Plus evaporated milk. This message has been vetted and approved by the FDA. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Boomba. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.4. So below juice mixed with a little ginger. Oh girl, I wanna be with you. And if you've not tried the new Nutri Day yogurt, 
you're missing out big time. It's Ghana's newest delicious and nutritious yogurt from Farm Milk. Enjoy the good nutrition and great taste of Nutri-Day yogurt with zinc. With vitamin A, B6, B12 and zinc. Try Nutri-Day today. Get it from your nearest fuel station, supermarket or neighborhood store. Nutri-Day, goodness any day. Mighty congratulations to all the winners for this year's Entertainment Achievement Awards. Mod HQ was adjudged the female designer of the year. J. Ray Gatte, male designer of the year. And this year was quite interesting having a mini fashion show to exhibit the work of some of the designers. I thought that was really innovative. So you, you get to see what's actually winning. So, you know, for a movie, you see a trailer. So for the design, you actually get to see the design. Nana Kwesi Asaribuati, model of the year. Very, very refined speech he gave at the end of that award. And accessory design of the year, Hat Box Co. So many people testifying of the innovation that that particular brand has brought to the accessory side of things. Lydia Fosse. Multiple awards. Favorite actor of the year received Sherry Performance's award on her behalf. Best director of the year. And she was in the movie of the year as well, as in between. And the ageless Ajete Anan. I was asking what food he eats. Because, you know, since I was in JS, I've been watching Ajete Anan, aka Pusha. And, you know, when I saw him, he didn't look different. I mean, there's a few grays in the beard, but. Ajete on the they are vampires. I don't know what they eat, too. They are vampires. Charlie, I think they are. Because, could you, me, I'm 40 now. You know and change? I've been watching yeah. the guy since I was a teenager. So, <laughs> if I'm 40, you know, I was telling him, she said, you're 40. You. Uh, In the, I, I could say, Japan, I did tell you, I'm going to call out. Oh, and, and I could say, Japan. Yeah, I could say, Charlie. I could say, Japan, and his sister, what's her name? I could say, Japan. I said, how was she even doing it on stage? Her sister, the other musician. Which one? Her sister. Well, Akusha Japan was quite quite impressive on the stage on Saturday. And uh, the best. Benson. Okay. 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 Like sister, sister. Sister, sister. On his own, you know. How many you drew? I tell you, Charlie. Even the stage moves. And of course, best female artist was Jackie. The spelling can confuse you because it's G Y A K I E. First time I saw them, I mentioned it's Jackie. And of course, Kitty. <laughs> Kitty. Kitty winning uh, quite a number of uh, 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 awards yesterday as well on Saturday. Amaray joined us from uh, for the best music video. Sad Girls Love Money. Some of the concepts there, very nice. 
and of course touch it was song of the year although i was rooting for family spirit oh charlie yeah. i was rooting for family for family as well but family family he's he's come to stay trust me he's come to stay he's come to stay oh yes you know, you know, I think two years ago when we were talking Kiri versus Kwame Eugene was more like Kwame Eugene, Kwame Eugene, Kwame Eugene. But Kiri yeah. has sort of made a strong. Yeah, and 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 one thing I can say when mm. when I saw Zabmalet going up for the award, mm. I could see Richie also climbing that stage. Yep. Sometimes you yep. take that award. Yep. yep. From the yep. same days to yep. Easy to yep. Ziggy to. I think Zap was for longevity and relevance. Yes. Was for 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 the. I mean, you could do a five-minute compilation of. 20 seconds each of everything is done yeah and it will be such a nice thing to listen to yeah because his yeah. his work is i don't know incredible and i think that's the path that people like richie are mm. and richie is also investing heavily in artists mm-hmm. look at kwami eugene mm-hmm. look at kiddy mm-hmm. look at all the artists he has invested from in. his table so 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 zap great guy mm. and I'm, I'm sure that a lot of young producers are looking up to him mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting some of the categories when i think of them i remember you so the culture of the year kwampa you introduced me to kwampa the very first time and actually actually to be fair female designer of the year mod hq as well i got to know her through you my mate in union charlie oh she did architecture hey she don't be children like that though i know the parameter and they say architectural designs okay so in school (laughs) i think our first design class um Mm -hmm. you also did design yeah, BTU do design. Oh, okay. We're told that architects are the wizard of the new, the wizards and witches of the new millennium. Why? Because they envision and they create. Oh, okay. So you can so apply they, that they to are the wizards and the witches of, of the, the new, new millennium. millennium. They can design airplanes, cars, mm. clothing, toys, everything. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations to her. I wasn't surprised that Kofi Amabin's book, The UT Story, won the best author. I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, when I took that book, I couldn't put it down. I've been reading a lot of um, things about Kofi Amwabing um, last week. Online. Hard guy. Look. Hard guy. Hard guy. Proper. Hard guy. It'd be proper. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's somebody we must learn from. He's a correct guy. Pa. For any, any young entrepreneur, I'm telling you. That book. I'm telling you. If you get and, the chance you to also that, have a one-on-one with him, yeah. spend that time wisely. And you think that after all that's happened to him, he's still full of life, he's still vivacious, he's still doing interviews, he's writing books. He's basically a person you can't push down. Yeah. You know. I think it's a it's credit to Adisco people. This morning there I'll give them fans. You know, Adisco is hundred and twelve. They are doing a hundred and twelve speech day, I think, next this weekend. And I if I look at the people who went to Adisado College, Alan Cash, I think they have also oh, Alan Cash went to Adisco. Professor Nina Kukueno. I see. Oh, at this school, they have the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> no, at this school, at this school, they have. I mean, I've, I have never seen a school with such. I mean, Thomas Mensah. They have some hard. Oh, Thomas Mensah. Yes, they, across Sky Play. Yes, they had a Kluge, oh. first Ghanaian in in. So they have some of the best people in in um, in science. Some mm-hmm. of the best people in politics. Some, some Jonah, uh, Doctor Sam Mensah. Mm-hmm. They are all at this school boys. I see. So then they have some of the hard ones too. Like <laughs> Kennedy Jeffrey went to a disco. <laughs> and Nam one went to a disco. Nam two. Jabano went to a disco. Nam three. Plenty. So it's a, a disadvantage colleges, you know. And I think Kofi Amabi epitomizes that. No, even <laughs> Katie Hammond went to a disadvantage college. Oh, I'm telling you. Because you are. Yeah, and you see, uh, a disadvantage college was the, if you like, the second big boys' school. So Kwabuchu has been there from 1876, right? So when they built a in 1910. 
at the time, Kawachi's focus was more on the sciences. So Adisco had some of the best arts people. In fact, when I did the history, they were telling me that Adisco were studying Greek. They were studying the classics. So they produced a lot of lawyers. Mm -hmm. So they had a lot of people in the arts, much, much early. So you, you're talking 1920, 1930, 1940. Mm. Okay, before even Ghana became independent. So whilst Kwabuche would produce the science-based guys, yeah. initially, mm. Adisco had the arts. Of course, both schools evolved before even Augustine's came. The science-based guys like Franklin Badu. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> stop, stop that. Stop that. Stop that. Running for our lives. Anyways, for how did I think here? So, uh, congrats to uh, some of the other winners. Comic actor of the year, Rasnini. It was no surprise. Everybody knew he would win. At least when they mentioned his name. Everybody was like, Likey! Likey! Jerry Ajololo, event source of the year. Um, comic actor of the year is what I mentioned. Stand-up comedian, Obi Amponsa. Photographer of the year, Focus and Blair. He said something that really touched me. He said, this was the first ever award he'd won. Or something, mm. yeah, and that guy will go places. Evelyn Bedu, some more teaching, no surprises there. Sportsman, sportswoman, and of course, Zap Mallet. Big Zap. There's also event of the year, Frochella, best performance poet. Who is Deji? I think that's the name. Who is Daisy? That's the name. Anyway, let's wish a few people happy birthdays before we get into the yes. picture. Um, I want the first one from me to go to. Mrs. Quay, Mrs. Right. Francisca Quay. I interviewed her last year on the business edition. Mm. She used to be an, um, a healthcare administrator and she got into agribusiness and she runs what's probably one of the biggest poultry farms mm. in the country. All right. Mrs. Francisca Quay, from your husband, from Mr. Kote, from Martin, from the children, from everyone to you. We also like the eggs you bring, the double yolk eggs. No, keep them coming. Why? Oh, she's the one who brings them. Uh, yes, she also <laughs> brings some. Yeah. All right, Ben, please wish my wife. Uh, she's been a strong fan of City since 2019. Today is her birthday, and I wish you can read my message to her. My dearest dove, Mrs. Regina Fodjo Mate, yesterday was your birthday, and I wish to celebrate you for your unflinching support all these years. You are one in a million, and we love you so much. Happy birthday from your husband, Benjamin Tete Mate, and all your children. Happy birthday to Mr. Theodoric Segbefia, marketing manager, Rana Motors, wishing you long life and God's abundant blessings. Enjoy your special day from your daughter-in-law, Linda Amma Segbefia, and your husband, Quick. Eh? And your husband? I don't understand. How can Mr. Theodoric Segbefia? Okay, let me read this again. So, marketing manager of Rana Motors, happy birthday to you. Coming in from your daughter-in-law and her husband. Yeah. Okay, daughter-in-law and her husband. So that's Kweku Segbefia and Ama Segbefia. Wish my daughter Kevindra Nakokoi Hammond of Day Spring Montessori a happy birthday. Uh, she may she continue to enjoy the grace of God and God's favor. And also wishing a woman who's full of grace, love, and lessons, Abigail Amanua Apel. We could not have we could not be more thankful for you for all you've done. Happy birthday to the world's most wonderful mom. This is Natalie and Julie who say they are grateful. Happy birthday to Mr. Harry Boachi, CEO of HR Boachi Ventures. May God bless you and may he help you to age in grace. Let me also say a special happy birthday to Mr. Kennedy Fosu of the World Bank oh, Ghana Ken, office. Ken Fosu. Yes, um, very passionate Ghanaian ah, who has set up a lot today? of great things. Yes, today is his birthday. Oh, nice. Quiet, smart. Mm. Um, He's quietly effective. He makes things work. Yes. Uh, so, Mr. Fosu, happy birthday to you. And to 
my twin brother, architect Philip Nati of Fidelity Bank. Uh, Philip's birthday is today, and from your uh, wife. How did an architect end up working in a Fidelity Bank? Yes, now the banks have specialists in different uh, things, uh, energy consultants. Like the bank they are building, they are building houses now. Sustainability. Uh, yes, and the banks employ architects to manage their facilities, design. You see, Fidelity has some of the best designs when it comes to their... So is he doing architecture there? Yes, he's doing architecture uh, there. When it comes to their branches, they have some uh, of the best... I thought he was counting money. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, so Philip, happy birthday to you. Exceptional guy from your wife, from the children, from Ajoa, from all of us, from your mother, Sikoni. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday to you. Emmanuel Klote works with the Great Accra Regional Minister. Happy birthday to you, Mr. Klote, coming in from all of us here at City. Happy birthday to Paula Rafaelina Esinam Takimate, CEO of Jay's Glory Brands and Grooming. She's a big woman, she's simply amazing. From Mami Abena Ando Omni Bisik and the Pan Entertainment GH family. Let me say happy birthday to my fellow Amanfo. Now, he has a unique problem. His birthday always falls in a leap year. <laughs> 29? Oh, seriously? Yes. 29th February. Yes. So he celebrates his birthday once every four years. Charlie. But so this year, he doesn't have a birthday. But guys, I say we for celebrate that, Charlie. So is it first March or 28th? <laughs> we are taking today for him. Oh. So, one don gazata. I, I didn't know there was anybody born on 29th February. <laughs> one don gazata. Today is his birthday. Yes, of Absabank. Wow. Uh, happy more. birthday. Happy birthday to Harriet Brewer Nimaku. May God continue to bless and order your steps from Ohini and Vanessa. And to Dennis Miracles, Edward Abuaji. Yes. <laughs> you know, the message is funny. Birthday. The message is for my sister, Bernard. Wish Dennis Miracles Abuaji a happy birthday. He's the director of something, something at the presidency. <laughs> 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 director of something, something at the presidency. Oh, oh man, you don't try. Director of local <laughs> governance, something, something. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a big man. He's a big small man. This is know? not fair. This is not fair. Okay, let me, let me give you his full title. Yes. Full De Dennis Miracle Sabuaji. God's favorite short man. <laughs> Former MCU for crapping. No, I'm not done. Now, let me do another quick one before you. Okay, so Dennis's job is what? Director. Mm -hmm. The directorship. I mean, who? <laughs> Yeah, it's a move. I think I'll find it for you. I'll find it for you. He's the Dennis Miracles. You can't find the post. But he's an awesome guy. Dennis is like one of the best people around. He said, Happy birthday to you, Dennis. Okay, this one is coming from my sister in law to my brother. 20 years of memories, 20 years of experiences, 20 years of partnership together. Today is 20 years of a love story. Happy birthday to my hero, Carmen Gabriel Avle. May God continue to bless us plenty beyond measure. I pray for life, long life for you. You are such an amazing gentleman from Nanekia and the girls. So that's my brother, Carmen. Today is his birthday, 28th February. Luckily, he didn't cross the 29th. So it's not like your friend who has once every four years. <laughs> he, he came in just in time. <laughs> before the the 29th happy birthday to harrison ahogba of invesco enjoy your day all the birthday requests are brought to you by creamy plus and Bella, let me say a final one to mm -hmm. another architect okay architect called ejanko okay the first architect i know who designed posh potties mm -hmm. movable flushable toilets 
for events. Mm. He's also um, a real estate developer, a.k.a. Wajim, from yeah. Teddy, from myself, from everybody at Irish. Happy birthday to you. We are waiting for your 50th party. Good morning, Bernard and team. I want to wish my wife, Mrs. Angela Quigrain of UK, and her twin brother, Kobi Asma, editor of Daily Graphic, a happy birthday. May God bless and increase this grace they are grace each and every year. Coming from Mr. Errol Albert Quigrain from the UK. I didn't know Kobe Asma was a twin. That's an interesting discovery. We have Dennis's title now. A fraternal twin. So Kobe Asma of the graphics twin sister is called Mrs. Angela Quigrain. She lives in the UK. And the husband of Angela is Errol, who sent the birthday wish this morning. You said the man at the presidency is called what? Dennis Miracles Abuaje. He's the director for local governance, <laughs> decentralization, <laughs> and rural development mm. at the office of the president. Yo, congratulations to him. Don't forget all the requests were brought to you by Creamy Plus, a great compliment to your beverages. It has vegetable fat, means it's gentler on your stomach. It's available at all girls shops, shell shops, but you're on a total and other supermarkets in your neighborhood. Contactless farm distributors for large quantities call 0501-682-522. Locate Less Farm at Race Junction, Medina. forget APSA corporate and investment banking has the experience the expertise and the reach to ensure that together you can put your business at the forefront of the financial world you can positively impact the communities which you operate from empower your global vision and if we made a list of things you could buy for 100 CDs, I bet you a TV, a motorbike, or a smartphone didn't make the cut. But what if I told you that at Shell, you get all these and more for just 100 CDs in the Young Concoa promo? Simply buy fuel worth 100 CDs and more and qualify to win free fuel, TV sets, motorbikes, mobile phones, airtime, and extra loyalty points to redeem any gift of your choice. There are over 80,000 gift items up for grabs, and the best part is that you win instantly promo runs from now to 31st march terms and conditions apply and still on promos prime insurance in motor is here for you with over two decades of dependable insurance service prime insurance offers third party and comprehensive motor policies suited to your needs between January and March this year, Prime is giving out over 500,000 CDs in prizes to customers who sign up, renew, or upgrade any insurance policy from Prime, whether it's motor, homeowners, or commercial fire and allied peril. Reach us on 0208598216 or 0302229062 or visit Prime Insurance Ghana on Facebook and Instagram. Prime Insurance, rest assured, you're insured. So the question is what's the latest from Ukraine? The Ghanaian foreign minister has been addressing the press on what we have done so far. There are 460 Ghanaians headed to various borders of neighboring countries. We understand that Ghana has positioned officials on the borders of Hungary, Romania, the Czech Republic, Moldova, and other places to receive our citizens. We understand about 20-something are coming home today. 22. 22. Uh, let's hear Chile. Akobo, she was speaking 
at the Meet the Press over the week and as at midday today, 27th of February, information gathered was that about over 460 students have left Ukraine en route to Poland, Hungary, Romania, Slovakia, and Czech Republic. The students will be received by officials of our diplomatic missions, honorary consuls, and officials of the students' union or associations. We are pleased to provide the breakdown of those who have exited Ukraine as follows. 132 have arrived in Bucharest, Romania, and our officer on the ground is preparing tickets for some of them to leave tomorrow to Accra. Meeting with the parents is at 10 a.m. Sorry, I said one. So 10 a.m. on Tuesday. And it's basically for them to allay their fears, tell them what so far we have done. We have a full list of students, over 945. And if there are any parents who uh, have children who probably are not on our list, that, that would be a great opportunity for us to add on and also as and when we are taking off those who have come and so on and so forth. So we, we want to, to have that dialogue with them. And of course, um, they are all, many of them um, would probably have the, uh, 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 the wherewithal to uh, pay their way back. And um, those who, um, we will pay for those who do not, uh, cannot afford a ticket back. She also condemned Russia's actions against Ukraine. I would like to state at the outset, outset that Ghana will continue to unreservedly condemn this unprovoked attack on the sovereignty and territorial integrity of a United Nations member state. And we call on the withdrawal of Russia and the end of the war. We also would like to state that Russia bears responsibility for the security and safety of our citizens, Ghanaian citizens, and we call on her leadership to respect humanitarian law. So that was Elia Kobochwe speaking on Sunday at the press conference. Meanwhile, 21 students who arrived in Hungary yesterday were received by the Church of Pentecost in that country. We understand 150 more students are expected to arrive later. Some of the students share their experiences with City News. So um, we were in Ukraine and then we thought that things would go down. But then as we were still staying around, we realized that it was better to take a quick action if either we leave the country or we stay in the country at the expense of our lives. And so that was when I decided that I'm taking the move. And it was better to leave the country because the bombs were the bombing were, were too much. There, you'll be at home, you hear the sound, and you have to run to an underground basement, not knowing what is going to even happen there. So, I just picked the backpack, it just had my laptop in it. I picked my hand luggage, had some few clothes and a toothbrush, toothpaste. That, that's 
basically what I have. The shoe, the only shoe I took is what I'm, I'm actually wearing right now. What happened was that um, I decided to go and withdraw money because of what was happening. Because each day when the bombing starts, there will be rockets, those things. And then there is one um, army base that is very close to my hostel. So I think um, beginning, what they said was that um, it was a military attack. So that army base is a military base. So definitely, if you hear those bombings, you'll be thinking, since they said it's a military attack, it's going straight to that place. And that place was, it's, I think, um, when I take in the metro, the underground metro, it's just one stop. I was not even hearing it loud. I was here massively. And then um, there are situations that you could hear the whole apartment just shaking. That there was nothing that you could do. You just, you know, they said that guys should be brave. But then I'm telling you, what was going on? It was no a joke. Hmm. Wow. So initially, when the thing started, we thought it was it would be limited to the Donbask <clears throat> area Duhansk, yeah. and Duhansk. But it seems that I'm told the Ukraine second city is being targeted now. So actually, the thing is full scale war. Full scale. Yes. I'm 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 shocked. I you know the, the initial impression was that they they were going to keep peace at the two areas that they have majority Russian. So how has why how has this degenerated so quickly? Well, or, or was, was that always part of Putin's plan? Was always part of the agenda. I mean, if if you look at what the American the U.S. intelligence reports had indicated when they said there was going to be an invasion, um, and if you look at what the objectives have been, mm. just being peacekeepers in the Donbass area and the Luhansk areas was mm. not going to cut it mm. to get what Russia wants from this invasion and hmm. that is what it is this is an all-out invasion you do not send a three-mile military convoy into another country to just that's what he sent that's what is headed towards kiev right a now. three mile yes. military convoy is headed towards kiev yes. as yes. we speak as we speak hey. so you don't do that to just touch donbass and the Luhansk area so obviously um, and it looks like he is getting a bit of what he wanted. We are told there's supposed to be talks. Yes, the president Zelensky agreed to talk with Russia <clears throat> on the Belarus border. Yes. So Meanwhile, President Putin has issued a new threat to the West. Well, it's not going to stop. I, like I said, I give it a week, maximum a month. You think this is going to last for a long, a bit, a bit longer? No, I, said, I don't see it going beyond that from where I sit because already we are seeing the logistical difficulties mm -hmm. that Russia is suffering. Otherwise, they would have taken Kharkiv and Kiev mm -hmm. already. Mm -hmm. Resupply is becoming a bit of a problem mm -hmm. and a few things. And like I told you, like feeding 100,000 people and carrying them and all those things is no easy uh, matter, especially in we'll another tell, country. We'll tell listeners more about some of the policies that have been announced from the Western world, some of the sanctions... And so on the latest dynamics, we'll also speak to some Ghanaians who are in Ukraine. Some have managed to leave the country. Some are still there. But it's, uh, it's 8 o'clock. Tech and Social Media Trends is next. It's brought to us by Vodafone. It's the month of love. And from the 12th to the 28th of this month, you can claim free shopping vouchers, hampers, dinner coupons with your red coins in the Vodafone Air Corso Valentine Special. Top up our Vodafone Cash, the My Vodafone app, or recharge card or credit transfers and receive your red coins instantly. Remember to dial star 53 hash or go to the My Vodafone app to check your accumulated red coins or to redeem your rewards. No sign on is required to receive top up, receive your red coins and exchange them 
for any of our amazing rewards. Terms and conditions apply. Vodafone, further together. So Daniel Cranting is joining us with the segment. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, Bernard. Um, Ukraine is trending. Um, Putin is trending. Um, concerning the ongoing war in that particular country, um, according to the Kiev Independent, uh, Ukraine has confirmed peace talks with Russia on the uh, Belarus border. Mm -hmm. So we are waiting to see what happens with that. There's a video. Um, it was making waves on TikTok, but has been moved to um, Twitter. It's also making the rounds there. Mm -hmm. um, of a Ghanaian student. Um, he's with a group of other Ghanaian students. They are saying they were asked to come to the um, Ukraine-Poland border. Mm -hmm. They've been there for a while, but um, they can't see anything. But other nationalities are being evacuated. So mm -hmm. they were calling for um, government to come to their aid. Mm -hmm. And that is also in the trends. I'm also trending uh, over the weekend, the EA Awards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, trended over the weekend. Um, Black Sheriff, he won the Entertainment Personality of the Year. Mm -hmm. That was the second uh, edition of the awards happened uh, over the weekend on Saturday night at the Marriott Hotel. Uh, Song of the Year, nobody was surprised. They went to Kiddies, Touch yeah. It. Um, Samotechi and Evelyn Bedu, they won the Sportsman and Sportswoman of the Year, respectively. Uh, Wodemaya, uh, YouTube um, content creator. Uh, he has over 1 million subscribers on YouTube. He won mm -hmm. the Online Content Creator of the Year. Uh, comic actor of the year went to Godfrey's very good friend, Ras Nene, a.k.a. Akabeneza. A.k.a. Dr. Likey. The Likey. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, won the uh, comic actor of the year. There were a number of other winners, but it was a beautiful, beautiful ceremony there yep. um, at the Marriott Hotel. Mm -hmm. um, also trending uh, is Kepa. Kepa is oh, trend. oh, He's oh, trending oh, with oh, uh, oh, Mason oh. Mount. Uh, <laughs> yesterday in the Carabao Cup final, Chelsea and Liverpool, they played out a... One of the best goalless draws I've Charlie, ever seen in my life. End to I end can't believe it. Well, I was telling Bernard this morning, look, mm. at, the, at its best, the level of football that is being played, Charlie, when you watch it, Charlie, it's, Charlie, serious. it's serious. A goalless draw, but... Uh, mm. Levels, levels. It was just mm. fun to watch, mm -hmm. um, especially for neutrals. The, the game went to penalties. Um, all 10 outfield players scored their kicks. Mm -hmm. uh, the Liverpool goalkeeper came up, he scored his kick, and it was left with Kepa. I think Kepa, did somebody said Kepa wanted to help Ukraine with one of their missiles. So he launched a missile into Charlie. <laughs> the thing, the boy ended up in Russia. <laughs> hey, Kepa! But, but, but don't, I, I, don't you think that what, what's the pronunciation of the Liverpool goalkeeper's name? Kela. The, the first one. Because the spelling and the pronunciation, he's it's, called Caven. He's, uh, he's Irish. He is, eh? So if like Irish, S-E-A and it's Sean. I think it's from Northern Ireland. So the name, the, 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 the it's, pronunciation it's, is all over. It's not English. Yeah. But that guy should find a, a club and join. He's Why? Good. He's a good goalkeeper. He's a very good He deserves uh, to... What are you talking about? Isn't he in a club already? No, he's second choice. I mean, he deserves to go and shine elsewhere. He should go should to like a Fulham, a Fulham or oh, an okay. Everton. Okay, that, that's, I, that's what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> they should find a club and join. I think he's not in a club. <laughs> yeah, so Kepa Ari Please, if you can mention as Ari Balaga. We have to call Coach Nimli. Aritha Balaha. <laughs> Kepa Aritha yeah. Balaha. But what do you think? The coach put him on the bench. Mm -hmm. I think the coach is the right thing. No, of course. If the data supports it. Yeah. Track record from but probably should have been given five minutes, not one minute. Because when you come into a game, not having had a feel of I, the game. I, I have a completely different thing. Oh, it's okay. The same way um, Klopp kept with Kelleher because he was a keeper who took yeah. them to the final. I feel... Um, that makes sense. Tuchel should have done that. That's the first tournament. two rounds, yes. was, Kepa is the reason why Chelsea were yes. So I just feel you should have been rewarded with but, that. But, but 
if you look at the quality of saves Mendy also made. But how do you know Kepa with that Mendy? How do you know Kepa with that But but that's also it's a it's a it's a fifty fifty. But I look at the quality and I'm telling myself. 60% only Mendy yeah. would have made Because Mendy is also big. And you see, Mendy, 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 Mendy occupies a lot more space. But it was a great game. It was a great game. See, yeah. Another lesson. Don't put short goalkeepers in goal. But Kepa was in short. No, you, I'm not talking about even that one. Generally, you see, Charlie, oh, you, you see, yeah, yeah, five, but, six, but no, but five, seven. The, the, five, six, the, five, seven, the, seven. All the keepers are pretty tall. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Keeper who is a big height. Also, also <laughs> trending is uh, snoring. Now, <laughs> Um, Amma Darlington, she's on Twitter. Um, she asked the question, is a body odor, mouth odor and snoring? Which one can you cope with if your partner happens to, happens to have one? Snoring? Yeah, snoring is winning by far. Snoring. By far, by far. <laughs> body and mouth odor, Oh, they fine. Yeah, Some tech news before I go. Google, uh, Meta, that's the um, parent company of Facebook, and then YouTube, um, they have temporarily halted the ability of a number of Russian channels um, and state-supported channels to monetize their content on their platform. So mm. they are restricting them, uh, all Russian um, state-sponsored uh, channels on YouTube and accounts, YouTube, Google, mm. and um, Facebook will not be able to monetize um, their accounts in the next coming months mm. until that is lifted. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Mm, have you forgotten the simple things of life that made us who we are? Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. The hour of It's 11 minutes past eight. A few quick things to put out there for the police. Total gridlock in front of Palace Supermarket on the Spintex Road. And I feel that this can be avoided because we know there's a construction going on. And, you know, it's not as if we just want to criticize the police. But 
Mondays are very important days. A lot of productive hours are wasted in traffic. Now, if we know there's a construction on the Spintex Road, we should deploy enough people to manage the traffic flow because you have a a road where you have about three or four different lanes merging into one. Those coming from the original Spintex Road through the Bank of Ghana to the roundabout. Then there are those who are going to the motorway using that place. Then there are those who are going to the Palace Mall to the John Mahama Road. And then there's even a new road that they've done that connects you into Spintex Road. And then, of course, because the tunnel is very small, a lot of people are coming from East Legon, working on the Spintex Road, working in Tema using the motorway. Yeah. So we need a lot of police because the traffic lights are not efficient in regulating people. So we want to urge the police to deploy more people to go and support the traffic management in front of the palace supermarket. This is just a, an edge. And I think this is within East Legon police jurisdiction. So we are begging the East Legon police, please go and help to manage traffic at the, on the, um, uh, what do you call it? At the at the Palace Supermarket roundabout. I got a couple of complaints this weekend as well about power rationing or power or whatever. I don't know what that is rationing. Basically saying that they didn't like the way the power was being was was going. And and it's interesting because you you didn't complain, but this person who sent me the message was basically saying that they hadn't had uh, power. For the past three nights, the person says, Bernard, please ask ECG tomorrow if Ashie and his environs are experiencing some form of load shedding. For the past three nights, our lights go off around 6 p.m. and comes back at midnight the following morning. So this came from a listener from the Ashie area. So last night, <clears throat> I was in town. When I was going home, around 10-ish. Yes, um, from Foster Junction all the way to Ashie to the what do you call it baron area uh -huh. the lights were out but my area we had power okay we had a power outage from on i think on friday from morning till late afternoon so we, we don't want to make a conclusion there yet but anyway so lo lots of things being discussed is 8 14 i'm still taking you to ukraine here are more of the students speaking after they arrived in hungary foreign ministry says they've made arrangements in some of the places like romania poland and uh, and hungary to receive our people we understand about 460 are expected to exit ukraine today some of them managed to get into hungary and spoke to uh, reporters here are more excepts of that so um we were in ukraine and then we thought that things would go down but then as we were still staying around we realized that it was better to take a quick action if either we leave the country or we stay in the country at the expense of our lives and so that was when i decided that i'm taking the move it's better i leave if i should leave and something happens to me well i left trusting god that i will be fine and it was better to leave the country because the bombs were the bombing were, were too much there you'll be at home you hear the sound and you have to run to an underground basement not knowing what is going to even happen there so we just had to take the 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 the, the quick move and then we we left um Kharkov. that's in the eastern part of ukraine okay so can you paint the picture for us how, how was the leaving like so did you take all your stuff or what happened no so i just picked the backpack it just had my laptop in it i picked my hand luggage had some few clothes and a toothbrush toothpaste that that's 
basically what I have the shoe the only shoe I took is what I'm, I'm actually wearing right now so just a few stuff just to get out of the place so my my whole clothes everything is in Ukraine at the moment yeah okay and so when you left did you take a bus or train how long was the trip Can okay you share that? so I left Tarkov on 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 Friday that the train took off at 6 p.m. we got to um, the western part of Ukraine on on we left on Friday we got to the western part on Saturday at 6 p.m. that's like a 24 hour journey and we were sitting in a train that you know, we it's supposed to be for four people in a, one cabinet, but we are about fourteen people. Wow! That's how hideous it was. It was very, you know, very uncomfortable. You couldn't breathe. There were people, Arabs, that were smoking. You know, the ventilation was very poor and all that. But yeah, we we just had to deal with that experience. Okay, so tell us what happened when you got to the border. How was it? Okay, so when we got to the border, we actually wanted to go by bus. We got, we took a bus. The driver left us on the way. We tried walking to the border. We were told we can't walk into, like, we can't walk through the Ukrainian border. So we went back. Apparently, we got to a place called Chops. That's where we got a train leading to Hungary straight away. And that's how come we left um, the Ukrainian border into Hungary. Okay, so now that you're here in Hungary, what are your expectations? Do you feel safer? Yeah, it feels safe. The executives, Nook's executives over here. Um, have really um, received us very well and we are thankful to God for that but we are hoping that as much as possible the embassy, the Ghana um, government would evacuate students as soon as possible for us to get back to Ghana and then see what's next for us. Okay, but as far as you know, what is next? Have you been told anything at all? Okay, as it stands now, we've just been asked to provide our passports, the, the biography of our passports. That's what um, have been asked of us to do, and we've done that, hoping that the government will, you know, get us some tickets for us to, to leave us as soon as possible. Okay, anything that you want to share with um, the people who will be listening to you back home? Yeah, I want to um, encourage our parents, our families back at home not to panic. I know that it's very difficult, and we are trusting God that... Um, all students or all, all students would leave um, Ukraine um, peacefully and successfully but in as much as we are doing that we are also pleading on the government to take um, prompt actions we shouldn't relax at all it's 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 a dicey situation things are getting worse by the day and we don't want to relax on that and so we should try as much as possible to evacuate students okay all right boss let me also hear from you so for you to um, you are a student in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah I'm a third, um, a third year student in Ukraine, Vian Karazin, um, American University. So what happened was, um, quite unfortunately, I didn't pick anything. Um, you see me, my jacket, and uh, this thing here. Because, um, what happened was that um, I decided to go and withdraw money because of what was happening. Because each day when the bombing starts, there will be rockets, those things. And then there is one um, army base that is very close to my hostel. So I think, um, beginning, what they said was that um, it was a military attack. So that army base is a military base. So definitely, if you hear those bombings, you'll be thinking, since they said it's a military attack, it's going straight to that place. And that place was, it's, I think, um, when I taking the metro, the underground metro, it's just one stop wow. to yes. Because I stay, I was staying at Olesiska, and that place was supposed to be set near. So it, it was just one stop. So I'm telling you, the way it was coming, you could call your friend and ask, are you hearing it? The friend would tell you, yeah, I'm hearing it, but then it's, um, it's not really loud. But I was, I was not even hearing it loud. I was here massively. And then um, there are situations that you could hear the whole apartment just shaking. That there was nothing that you could do. Just you know, they say that guys should be brave. But then I'm telling you what was going on. 
you could be brave to the standard because it started on um, I think on th Thursday and then um, one thing that happened was that we and Karazin we started online class but then some of us just went to the administration to find out because some people were leaving and then, you know we didn't have an embassy in Ukraine so we didn't really get a direct contact that we say maybe leave so at least we were also uh, uh, as as much as there was panic do we were also trying to encourage ourselves and then see what will happen so we were just trying and then there are other schools too that were not even on, on online they were doing offline class so at least we were, we were just hoping that nothing will happen so it happened on them i think a thursday at dawn um after i think 30 minutes that we heard that um, putin declared this thing so i'm telling you it was not a joke so you will hear a siren and you have to walk straight to the metro and then from my place to the metro too is around five minutes so you run and then go to the underground metro i have videos over here that All right, so uh, those were more uh, voices from uh, Ukraine. If you're a, a, a family with a, a relative in Ukraine, you can reach out to us. Uh, let's know whether you've gotten in touch with them, whether they're safe, whether you have any concerns. As you heard, I, I thought the lady who spoke was quite well spoken. Yes. She basically says the situation is very dicey, but people should not panic. Yeah. They're appealing to government to do more to get the people who want to leave Ukraine to leave. And, um, you know, <clears throat> the eastern part of Europe is a difficult place for Africans. Yes. Very, very difficult. Very facing yeah. significant so, challenges. So we, we, are, we, are very, we are very happy to hear some of the things that have been put in place. We hope that those things are working. So if you have family in Ukraine, you are having trouble reaching them, or you just want to tell us that things have gone well, you've spoken to your people, send us a WhatsApp message, 054-998-6996. 054-998-6996 I'll come back to Ukraine shortly but have you had your GHQR experience? Well, the GHQR experience fair comes to the Osu Oxford Street from the 4th to the 6th of March Come and experience the convenience that comes with making payments with GHQR there will be music, there will be fun, there will be giveaways. Your financial institution will be available to reward you for making payments with GHQR. Let's go shopping. GHQR, a fast keke. And it's absolutely free. Institutions on GHQR are banks, MTN Momo, G Money, Vodafone Cash, Airtel, Tigo Money, Haptel, People's Pay. Meanwhile, Republic Bank presents the Art of Banking Competition. Showcase your creativity to win a whopping 2000 US dollars and have your art piece displayed in a Republic Bank space around the world. Choose one of the Republic Bank products and services selected for the competition and create your own art piece on the theme Right Start Account from Young or RST account out of the out in the world. Or you can build uh, build something around the mortgages finally home or the concept of digital banking freedom through tech. Send your art piece to us. Go to our website republicbankghana.com Terms and conditions apply. Be the next Picasso. Showcase your creativity. Republic Bank, we are the one for you. If you are in, in driving to work, let me know how the situation of traffic is. Last week was quite massive for those on the Akratima motorway. We hope it's improved this week. I saw a report that somebody was saying there were over 26 uh, illegal entry points onto the motorway. And I know that's a whole debate. Uh, Kojo's argument is that the motorway is no longer fit for purpose. Let's create proper slip roads. Let's put the right 
investment in terms of road architecture so more people can access it the motorway has about six assemblies around it people who live in Tema cannot assume that it's only for them yeah. because there are people who have so many houses in fact i think if you drove between Tema and accra and you looked on your right there are more residential buildings close to the motorway now i think on the left there are more industrial buildings industrial, yes. so the motorway is no longer a motorway in the right sense of the word so they are asking for those routes to be fixed if you live in and around the motorway use the motorway let's hear from you good morning is that road still not done good morning so for line so for line there is sweet no before no so from so for line you go the Wakatana if you are from Kumasi going to Sunyai, you use Sofo line. Wait, wait. I'm doing my Kumasi calculation. I use the Sofo line from Godfrey School. Yes. Then it's the road that leads me out of Kumasi into Ebuakwa. Yes. I'm not bad crowd. You're not bad. I'm not bad at all. So I didn't I don't only know Anglonga Junction. Now I know Ebuakwa too. Yeah. And I also know the traffic light before the airport. Because anytime I land on the plane, that's the first traffic light. And I see O2 for big. Yeah. Then I know in Shaesu too. Yeah. Then I know Atonsu. Atonsu. Then I know Tech. Tech. No, I'm not bad. Yeah. I, I can even draw a map of Kumasi now, for the you. The places you are mentioning all now, they have traffic. They too. Atonsu traffic. But the problem with Kumasi. <laughs> How come Kumasi never has a three-lane road? All the, the maximum lanes are two. Well, the Sofo line, small three lane. Ah, for a city uh, the, the size of Kumasi, they, they should have they should have bigger roads. Yes, and the roads are not good. Mm, Some of the roads are not good at all. They are not. They are not. You know? So, um, when when you are entering Kumasi, mm-hmm. whether you are entering or going from where, wherever you will deal with traffic like the caravan, you will see it. Oh, are you sure? From Ejuso, in fact, you deal with Konongo traffic more than when you enter Ejuso. Ejuso, Kwamo, Fumesa, Odium, Kentin Krono, Tech, uh, uh, Top High, Maxima, Ofoyukro. All traffic. To Amakum, Ubedi traffic. If you want to pass right and go and use the airport side, traffic, traffic. will get you. Mm. So I'm runabout. We've been talking about it since since. So I'm runabout, traffic will get you. So but, but my question is, Kojo, we all Afro know that, we all know that there are more cars we all know but I, for me this is my issue police you see i always say that i think the human beings are more intelligent than the traffic light when it comes to rush hour because a human being can see something like a car has broken down a traffic a traffic light cannot sense that so why don't they deploy the the mttd guys during rush hour in the mornings at these places you are mentioning so they can help move the traffic you see, because if you depend on just the red, go green, I'll give an example. If you're coming from Action Chapel and you want to go through the tunnel and it's evening, you need a policeman there. You know why? If the thing even says it's your turn to turn left on green, sometimes the people who are under the tunnel have you moved. So the green will just block the thing. Do you understand? So I feel that the police, we don't need to come on every day and say, oh, police. They are so, I mean, we have been recruited so many policemen. What work are they doing? You get me? Send them to maintain order on the roads. Because when you have productive hours spent in traffic, it affects everything. I'm told people on the Spinters Road have been there for 20 minutes, standstill traffic, no moving. They are just there. Yeah. So, but Meanwhile, if there's a police person there, they think I'll move. Your angle about the police is perfect, it's great. Police plus the traffic cameras ah. we've, we've bought and deployed is great. Are those things still working? Uh, they are supposed to be working. 
But for me, <laughs> they are supposed to be working. They are supposed to be working. But for me, I think that dealing with traffic is a multi-layered conversation. We still cannot have our country develop urbanization go the way it's going, and we still don't have properly organized mass transport, which is safe, which is efficient, which is cheap. I'll come to, I'll come to this topic shortly. So we're talking Ukraine, we're talking traffic in Ghana. But you know the feeling you get when you don't have to worry about something running out? When you know you have enough, that's the feeling Selfline gives you with the one-year bundle. Whether you're keeping tabs on family on the go, staying busy with back-to-back online meetings, downloading all your favorite movies in 4K, or uploading that video of your niece singing Baby Shark for four hours, the one-year bundle gives you high-speed data all year round. You can relax knowing you load once and you have data for the whole year, no monthly reloads to worry about. Join the already, join the few already and join the luxury of the awesome Selfline one-year bundle. Visit selflinegh.com or any Selfline shop or dial star 718 star 77 has to sign up today have you tried the new nutri day yogurt if you have not it's the newest most delicious and nutritious yogurt from fun milk enjoy the good nutrition that comes with it with vitamin a b6 b12 and zinc try nutri day today get it from your nearest fuel station supermarket or neighborhood store nutri day goodness any day don't forget today is the 28th your gr is reminding all vat nhl get fund levy registered businesses that your returns must be submitted not later than today. There are late payment penalties. Go to the Ghana.gov platform or USSD start triple two hash to make a payment. You can also go to the taxpayersportal.com. Please submit your returns not later than today. Today is the last working day of the month. Avoid late payment penalties. You can also send us a WhatsApp 052 more voices from Ukraine coming your way. The other, the other thing we need to think about is, you know, if, even though Ghana has a very strong medical training program, we still have a lot of our people having to study abroad for medicine, which is not necessarily a bad thing, right? But there are lots of them in Ukraine, lots of them in Russia as well. And uh, listening to them during this period, I feel very proud because I, I the student leaders sound so articulate. Yeah. I interviewed one guy last week and he, he was on top of issues, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know how old they are, but the way they've comported themselves, the way they've spoken to the ministry, I, I really think they are, they've shown exemplary. One of them was talking about how the student leaders got together to sort of do a census of all the Ghanaians, created a WhatsApp group, you know, and, and I thought that was great. Yeah. Ghanaians showing they care about each other in a foreign land. And I'll tell you something. You don't know what it means to be a Ghanaian until you're abroad because I have lived abroad at least I was in school for a year. And trust me, getting other Ghanaians in the same space, you realize that we have more in common than we are told here in Ghana. You will be in Ghana doing politics, but when you get go abroad and you are in a place like Ukraine or Russia or wherever, that's when you know the value of coming from Ghana. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that there, there's so much... In fact, just talking to somebody in your own language and meeting somebody who looks like you and speaks like you... Yeah. You have no... And when the person even gives you granola soup, oh, that one, they won't even dash him money. <laughs> I'm telling you. So we'll go back to Ukraine. And while the foreign ministry also gives us an update on what they are up to. Let's talk about your money. It's brought to you by Carl Bank. 
it's an interesting day. It's the last day of the month, but it's the first day of the week. Yeah. So the first shall be the last, and the last shall be the first. <laughs> what is your tip for me today? Well, my tip, um, we've, we've done January, February is ending today. I think that the time for playing has ended. You mean, yeah, I grow on the, the limit. Year. I grow on the limit, and the time to play has ended. You know, January, we are usually still in the Christmas mode. Then... You mean the year is truly here? Yes, the year has started. <laughs> the year has started. Yes, and, and, and for Ghana, this, this month actually begins the year for Ghana because it's our independence month as well. So please, have the money conversation at home. And it shouldn't be just an adult conversation, even with the kids. Sometimes explain to them why certain things they, are, they, they want, you cannot give to them. They are also reasonable people, they understand. Because if you don't do that, um, after becoming a parent, I realized that when your child wants something, you are driven to get it. But sometimes it's just a want, not a need. And it also affects the family's finances. Mm -hmm. So have that financial conversation with your family. Do you know how to do it? I got them money boxes. Mm -hmm. So they know that you have to save. And then whatever you save, you use it to get your toys. Yeah, That's a very good yeah, start. Man. That's a very yeah, good man. start. Yeah, and, 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 and the conversation, it's about different things. Start exploring ways you can improve the health of your family. Mm -hmm. Because we spend a lot of money on healthcare. So let your family members drink more water, let them exercise, let them eat healthy. Also make good choices on clothing. It's one of the things that take a lot of our money. Mm. Because by the end of the year, we'd have attended about six weddings. And for most people, weddings and funerals, they will buy new clothing. But have a format, especially the guys. A white kaftan will always get you in and out. I'm telling you. So if you have two white kaftans, you can go for weddings and use it for um, Thanksgiving services for funerals as well. And sense. then you get a black kaftan, which will sort out all the funerals. Sharp. So have those conversations and look at the options uh, with which you can be practical at home to reduce your spending. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Home, stay 
FM. Say how long has it been, my friend, since you were around these parts again? So much has changed, so much has stayed the same. Would you believe they tore down a Francis place? Wainana and Baba Mal. Beautiful collaboration between East and West. Eric Wainana from Kenya. Baba Mal is, is it Mali or Senegal? Baba Mal is Mali. Mali. Beautiful voice. East Senegalese. Yeah. Sit on down and tell me stories about the world and all its mysteries. Well, my brother is in Ukraine. He sent a message on and a video on Saturday. They walked over seven hours to get to Ukraine-Poland border. They are now making the arrangement to fly to Ghana. We thank God for his life and the heroic, uh, and the heroic manner they held on in spite of the hunger and tiredness. They needed to walk because they had been in the bus for two days without the cars moving an inch. It was refreshing to hear from him. May the Lord protect our families from David Lawson in so too. Wow, that's thank you for sharing this, David. A uh, few more comments on general things before we continue. Okay. I'm getting a lot of traffic, traffic yeah, complaints this morning. this morning. Well, better good morning. The traffic on the Temakra motorway is terrific. It's horrific, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're saying there's traffic on the main road, traffic on the side, and even at Trasaku, where the trotter uh, I'm in decided to use, there's even traffic in front of Sasso. This one says, um, I think the traffic on the Temakra is primarily caused by the removal of the road toll. This is my reason. The paying of the toll slows down the free flow because of the few seconds you take to pay the toll. Mm. Now, no toll, so free flow. This is Abdul, interesting mm. perspective. Mm. But I please ask the authorities of Rollins Park, if Rollins Park is now a trotter station, mm-hmm. because trotter are still loading there, which will inconvenience the original parking space for private cars who come to Accra to shop. This mm. is great for myself. And you know, Bernard, I've raised this issue before that mm-hmm. if I were Henry Corte, mm-hmm. Decongesting the CBD itself will be my number one. Will be my number one focus yeah. because it's a very busy commercial area and it's also one of the hardest places to enter. And you can make a lot of money for Accra from there. Yeah, if he has a system that can convert people's lawlessness into money. Yeah, because this morning on my way to work, mm. right? You know, I'm coming from the circle, the Kanishi side. Mm-hmm. I got here around six twenty, and right from the uh, front of daily graphic there was traffic already entering the cbd now anytime from 10 11 ish if we go through the front of uh franco mm-hmm. the old ut yeah. building you'll not be able to cross the road and go up in front of the cocoa board mm. uh, area 
I mean, mm. it, it does not make sense. A few more comments on this, Bernard. We are stuck on the motorway. We just after Community 18 Junction, we joined the traffic all the way to runabout. This is really frustrating coming from William. Then there's one here that I thought was interesting. Bernard, the police deployed are just lazing, holidaying, and sightseeing under trees, looking on oh. while we stress with traffic. I don't know why, whether you need to be an MTTD police to be interested in traffic. Because for me, if I'm in a gridlock and a police vehicle comes to just do ping ping and pass and go i find that very bad yeah like because at the, the by the training of police even if you are not a uh, you are not duty, a, um, assigned on duty, to something once you are in that uniform people will respect you so if there's a gridlock or people are misbehaving you, can stop, solve it. you know what i'm saying but they just go and they leave us to our feet yeah. let me give you more um good morning to you and the team my little sister is studying petrochemical engineering in kharkiv but had to move with a train from Kharkiv to Kiev, mm. then to Kovel at the northwestern part of ukraine mm. last night she crossed the border into poland and is currently in a hostel in Warsaw, Alhamdulillah. It's so Kharkiv is the second largest city. Second largest city. I understand yeah. that the, the Russians are ramping up the attacks on Kharkiv. Mm. Let's read more. I have Kojo more on, okay. on this. Is, I'm told there's an interesting article that I've seen. Why Kharkiv, a city known for its poise, has become a key battleground in Ukraine. Mm. Anyway, let's let's move on. Since good morning, I've been following the Ukraine-Russia war on France 24 and all things considered. The Ukrainian president and government are doing really well to evacuate individuals out of the country, except for citizens who decide to volunteer to fight. I believe there's no need for panic, but rather calm and find a way to bring our citizens home. Ella from mm. Lashibi. Mm-hmm. My, na- my name is Kroya Jampo. Mm-hmm. Please, Ghanaians in Eastern Ukraine are really suffering due to the situation. They now live underground and all transport systems are not working. The problem is how to transport them from the east to the west. Lots of interesting headlines. Russia, uh, Russian forces are facing more resistance than they expected in Kiev. This is New York Washington Post reporting. Apparently, the Ukrainians are holding off Russia's advances towards major cities for another night. Um, <clears throat> Facebook, Twitter contended with service disruptions in Russia throughout the weekend. Um, we understand Putin has put nuclear forces on alert mm-hmm. as Ukrainian death toll mounts, and then. Um, Apparently, some analysts are saying that the war in Ukraine isn't working out the way Russia intended and that Biden and the other countries in the West should um, mobilize the help for Ukraine as quickly as possible so that Putin will be forced to talk. I just had a a challenge with with all of this, though. Okay. Okay. I think the, the West, the world is interesting because, you see, I'm not saying that when somebody attacks somebody just go and start fighting war but from everything i've heard from our foreign minister saying to everybody saying what russia is doing on the is illegal mm-hmm. it contravenes international law mm-hmm. you've entered somebody's country and you are you are, you are basically attacking a weaker country mm-hmm. all right now you're a member of the u.n security council so you have a responsibility as a country at that stature mm-hmm. you don't want to get other security council members fighting you because that then becomes because these are the major nuclear powers in the world i think the west response has been again i'm quite ignorant i think it's a very a bit measured i don't know whether it's a weariness about russia whether even though the country economically is not that strong they feel because of its history and the person leading it they don't want to directly get involved you know it's, it's almost like we'll sanction you i'm told the the thing they've done on the um the swift thing will hit russia hard Very. the oil the, the gas 
export ban will hit Russia hard. We are told that war is costing Putin in excess of 10 billion a day. I'm not sure how that's true. But I, I, I have the sense the West could have done more. I feel, the other problem I, I feel is that part of the problems we've discussed pre and post Trump, that the world's policeman has decided to relinquish his duties, right? So from Obama, even with Trump, with all his decision to move, it's almost like America is reducing its involvement in what it considers conflicts that will not help it. Mm -hmm. So Trump was the first person who started doing those withdrawals. And then Biden sort of consummated it with what they did in Afghanistan. When Trump says America first, some people said the leader of the free world, supposedly. <laughs> I mean, is sort of relinquishing his leadership role. And Joe Biden is seen as continuing that because he, he, his, if his rhetoric doesn't seem to deter Russia at all. You know, so I don't know. And maybe I'm speaking because I was, my, my understanding of the way the world works was forged in the 80s yeah. where you had Ronald Reagan and uh, Margaret Thatcher. These are not people who I really liked, okay? But at least they had a strong deterrent force. And all the other emerging powers knew that if you, you, you went too far, the U.S. will come after you. So I feel the, 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 the I don't know, I don't know what it is. The, the West has been a bit, they are just talking. Yes, because the nature of the world has changed, like you are saying. Um, you are suggesting that you'd expect to see what? I would a have kind of force being applied. You see, because if you look at the, 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 the places where U.S. has bases, even close to Ukraine, mm -hmm. they could have sent some missiles. I don't know. I'm, but the I'm, missiles are there. They are not doing anything with it. They are just there. Yes, because... It's like I'm in class three and a class six boy is beating, beating me up. You. And the, the GSS headmaster is looking at me. But the GSS headmaster is just watching and saying, ah, hey, stop beating Bernard. Stop beating Bernard. If you beat Bernard, I won't give you lunch tomorrow. If you keep beating Bernard, I won't, yeah, I'll tell your parents. If you keep beating Bernard, you understand? But the guy is beating me. That, that will happen because there are certain control measures in place to prevent the headmaster from interfering, which is what it is. Now, let's, let's look at this. America has lost its appetite for just getting involved in these things. Lost too many soldiers is too costly. Um, their global economy is not in the best of shapes. So a lot of countries are not really hungry for that kind of conflict. Then again, the weakness of the UN system, which we've been talking about. Kofi Annan tried the Great Reform Agenda. They've been haggling about it for almost two decades now. No headway has been made in the sense that the ones who cause the biggest problems are the ones who hold the most power. So mm. you have China, you have Russia, you have the US, have but now EU is supposed to be like one block, right? Yes. So because NATO is basically US and EU. Yes. You know. But but if you look at NATO, there are also a lot of really small states involved who really one might say don't matter too much. But Germany and France are big. Enough. Yes, but but here we are. you have a situation where Germany has significant needs that are met by Russia. This morning, I'm being told, for instance, Algeria is offering to offset the Europe uh, to to add up to Europe's gas supply, just mm -hmm. to make up for what it will lose from Russia. I don't know how significant mm -hmm. Algeria's gas supply numbers are. Could you mm -hmm. can perhaps help me with that? But that is an offer that I've just picked up this morning. So there are significant needs, and global interdependence means that. Is you, it a nuclear cannot... threat? Is it? A, is it? Is it? 
putting all the things you've said aside, mm-hmm. is it that because Russia it's is a nuclear, power. a nuclear power, you have to be careful how you calculate interfering in what it is doing because the, if it decides to to go that route if it decides there there are more than enough international protocols in place to ensure that putin would not resort to that over a conflict like this mm. you understand? but but my point is that if you see again i'm, I'm quite a layman here i'm saying that the obvious sanctions threat and the fact that U.S. has bases all over that area has not deterred Putin. And Putin is because using very... he knows very, that there, is, there, there isn't an appetite. Because like I said, and he's using very strong language. Yes. Almost threatening the West. That if you mess up with me, I will show you. It's almost like, what are you saying? Yes, because he is used to using words like that. The West is not used to using words like that. You understand? If you look at even what the United Nations... the 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 statements that the United Nations tried to put forth, mm. the wording became a matter of debate because China does not agree with certain words being used. <laughs> this country does not agree with certain words being used. It, it fell to Ghana, Kenya, Gabon. Well, some of the temporary members of the yes to, to, to use the right to rhetoric. Use the right rhetoric and speak up, but how much weight does that carry? Wow. You understand to change the attitudes. What I think needs to be admired is how forceful the Ukrainian president. And again, I come to from my yeah, perspective. Yeah he has been able to get the West to act. I think that if he hasn't heaped pressure using the media on the West, they would not have acted as fast as they have. We are complaining that it hasn't been fast enough mm-hmm. because we should not even have reached here. Mm-hmm. But we are here. But I feel that the way his unwillingness to leave, him saying, look, give us the support, mm-hmm. give us this, we will keep them, we will stave them off, mm. punish them, mm. has rammed up pressure. But otherwise, I do not think we would have seen like the Swift uh, on Saturday... Uh, South Korea is saying they're also going to block certain things. Britain finally entering through Boris Johnson is quite important because we know that the UK is a very important hotspot for Russian wealth. wealth. And so when the UK decides to squeeze (coughs) Russian wealth, it it takes Mm. quite, uh, it has quite the impact. Mm. So I, that's what I'm saying. The reason why I'm saying that I, I expect this not to go more than a month is Putin knows exactly what he wants in my estimation. The other question I have is why has the West... And listeners, please don't take this as me pushing for like fighting what? fire. I'm, I'm basically just... <laughs> Asking why. Yeah, because you see, there, 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 there's deterrence. Okay, yes. for, for example, I'm reading articles that are telling me that the US has really stalled on giving weapons to Ukraine over the years the way it ought because... They've always known that Russia has had an eye on Ukraine. And when the the idea that Ukraine could join NATO came up, Russia decided I was going to move into this 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 mode. They feel that the Americans have been very slow in supporting Ukraine, even from a point of view of weapons. This is prior to conflict. This is prior to conflict. Mm. But let's let's move from there. Could you okay? This war is important because it affects global issues. Yeah. But how important are Ukraine and Russia when it comes to, for example, resource production, whether it's food or oil? <laughs> why, why does this war concern all of us, apart from the fact that it could lead to a global recession or whatever? Are there direct things that will be affected because of this conflict, for which reason it's such a major international headline? Yes, um, if you check some of the news wires abroad, right? Mm. For example, the American Bakers Association president... American Bakers Association? Yes, has told consumers that they will start seeing rising prices in anything that has grain in it 
from wheat, corn, oats, barley, because the grains market are all tied together. And it could mean that there will be higher prices on bread, beer, cereal, animal feed, among others. Are you this is the American Bakers Association. Anything that has grain, grain in, it. in it. Yes. Why? Because Ukraine and Russia produce what percent of our grains? They, they produce a lot of grains. If you check um, Russia's exports, mm. you would see that they are aside, they are regular, um, um, what do you call it? They are regular crude petroleum, petroleum mm-hmm. gas, and everything. They also export a lot of wheat, eight billion dollars worth of wheat every year. Eight barley. billion dollars. Yes, worth barley, of wheat. almost a billion dollars. Corn, um, about six hundred million dollars of worth of corn. Sunflower seeds, soya bean, dried legumes, a lot, a lot of things. Rice, flour. So, so they do a lot of that. If you go to Ukraine as well. Mm-hmm. Ukraine also exports a lot of these things. So it, it makes them very important. In fact, in 2019, Ukraine was the world's biggest exporter of seed oils. And then um, in 2019, mm-hmm. Russia was the world's biggest exporter of wheat. Serious? Yes. And Ukraine also exports a lot of wheat. So Russia and Ukraine together amount for a lot of the grains in the yes. world. Now, you should also check, um, f- let's move away from the petroleum because it's been discussed. When it comes to fertilizers, oh right? No. Oh no. Russia plays a key role in the fertilizer market globally. Mm. Russia, China, and some other countries. In fact, there's a dashboard where mm-hmm. we monitor the fertilizer industry. Mm-hmm. Um, this dashboard was set up by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Development Gateway, International Fertilizer Development Center, Africa Fertilizer Organization, mm-hmm. Ghana Ministry of Food and Agric and everything. Mm. Now, if you check the fertilizer arrivals into the country, mm-hmm. you look at countries like the United States, you look at Spain. You into at, Ghana? Yes, you look at Russia, Norway, Morocco, Italy, Finland, Estonia, China, Belgium. And I'm looking at this from 2012 all the way to 2021 mm-hmm. right so which are the so, most important countries for our fertilizer inputs at, at the moment globally russia is the is, is is one of the most important russia china the us wow. you know you know for the past um few years like mm-hmm. since 2020 2021 mm-hmm. fertilizer prices have quadrupled mm. yes um, mm. and it's because china made a move russia followed and it's practically affected the world fertilizer prices. So this war is also going to... So let's take it one You are saying that food imports, mm-hmm. we depend on those two countries for grains. Yeah. Now you're saying seed oils as well. So anything that needs grain, whether it's beer or bread. Bread. We de- or normal breakfast mm-hmm. oils like oats. Now you're saying inputs into agriculture. Yeah. Fertilizer, which would then help us if we wanted to plant our own grain yeah. to offset the imports, also will be affected. Yes. Um, Russia is a major player in that. And you see, when when a major exporter of a commodity um, has issues and there are disruptions, it affects the whole market. Hmm. Right. It affects the whole market. So at the moment, Ghana would be looking towards countries like Morocco, uh, OCP hmm. of Morocco and other countries for supplies. But there are some key elements. You know, fertilizers, it's not just one thing. 
we have the different types of fertilizers, the different types of inputs. Russia is one of the producers of some of the key inputs. So there's ammonium sulfates, there's the ammonium phosphates, and all the myriad of potash, MPK, sulfate of potash, urea, and all, all the others. So Russia produces urea. They produce a lot of other things. So it's going to disorganize the fertilizer value chain. Now what analysts are saying is that even if the war ends tomorrow, mm. the value chain is not going to be restored immediately. It will take wow. a couple of years, maybe three, four years. But prior years. to this, you had already said that there were issues with fertilizer. Some yes. of the suppliers had not been paid. And you're also saying that fertilizer was getting more expensive. Yes. Fertilizer, even before this war. Even before this war, fertilizer has been getting expensive. Let me, let me, let me show you uh, some of the figures we've been looking at um, over the past few. Um, so um, I'm going to show you this chart. Mm -hmm. You see... This chart is showing the quarterly international and retail price trends, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if I take you to 2019... Why is it rising so sharply? 2019, mm -hmm. this was the urea retail price. It was 377 um, Ghana CDs per metric ton, mm -hmm. right? Now, it's here, 948. So, from 377 to 940. When did the spike happen? The spike happened here quarter one quarter two of 2021 and then it started increasing because from the the 2019 to quarter one 2021 the price was between 300 and 400 yes and then it jumped from three almost 400, 400 to 900 why oh that's that's the point i'm making so if you google say china fertilizer stocks you'd realize that the chinese <laughs> government was telling their producers to hold on to stocks for their own production and blah 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 so it goes on and on and on now if china is holding on to their stock russia is also reducing their stock then there's no supply in the market so basically prices will go up that's why the u.s is resorting to their strategic stocks for say crude oil mm. and asking saudi arabia and other countries to produce more crude oil so that at least so the you've, price you've, of crude you've pointed out the seed and the fertilizer issues so there are two issues bnft has a story which i feel also further brings a bleak picture and listeners we are not trying to give you a uh, reason to be sad but the, these are just the facts story written on page two russia ukraine crisis 663 million ghana cities in trade hangs in the balance story by ebenezer chike ajay njoku russia's invasion of ukraine and the ensuing threat of full-scale war could cost ghana more than 337 million cities in direct export receipts with another 326 million worth of imports likely to be affected. Data obtained by BNFT from GEPA indicate. GEPA is Ghana Export Promotion Authority. Now, the numbers show that in 2021, the total value of exports to Russia, led by cocoa and shared derivatives, hit 52.5 million CDs, while manganese and aluminum ores and concentrates accounted for 285 million CDs in exports to Ukraine. The cumulative value of exports over the past five years stands at $155 million and one point, sorry, 155 million CDs and 1.67 billion CDs to Russia and Ukraine, respectively. Let me repeat. The cumulative value of exports over the past five years stands at 155 million CDs and 1.6 billion CDs. I think to Ukraine and Russia respectively, they mm -hmm. wanted to say. Meanwhile, the total value of imports for the period stood at 2.6 billion from Russia and 1.6 billion from Ukraine. So we have a trade deficit with both countries. We, are, we, we import 2.6 billion 
CDs worth from Russia and we export 1.6 billion to them. We import 1.6 billion from Ukraine and we export 155 million to them. Now, the primary imports from Russia are ammonium nitrate fertilizer, predominantly used in the manufacture of fertilizer, as well as semi processed cereal grains, including wheat. So, you are correct. Possible trade sanctions against Russia have heightened concerns of increased food inflation. Ask, and don't forget, we already spoken about inflation. Food was the highest, largest driver until December, right, before fuel came in. Now, possible trade sanctions against Russia have heightened concerns of increased food inflation. As commodities like bread, which has recorded a 50% hike locally over the last six months, could see cost spiral out of control. Do you know why? Russia produces 20% of the wheat consumed globally. Incredible. The major imports from Russia from Ukraine include iron bars, I think you mentioned this last yeah, week, and rods, as well as sunflower oil. You mentioned that right now. Commenting on the situation, Dean of the UCC Business School, Professor John Gachi, called for increased vigilance and anticipation, maintaining that on the balance of things, direct implications for the country remain fairly muted at the moment. He explained that the volume and nature of the imports, which comprise mainly intermediate goods for further manufacturing, should ensure that direct pressure on the local currency from limited trade to these countries will be minimal. So he said that in the immediate term, it's not going to be that bad, but in the long term, it could get worse. The kind of trade we engage in with these countries will not put unnecessary pressure on the currency because we are engaging more or less in intermediate imports. When the import is in that area, it should not be considered to be too much of a problem for the economy, Professor Gachi said. He however noted that there could be dire implications for businesses whose sole export destinations are in the embattled region, as it could take them 6 to 18 months on average to negotiate trade contracts in other jurisdictions. This, he added, is especially concerning as trade between Ghana and these countries is on the ascendancy. It provides a spectrum of risk exposure in terms of trade as well as for domestic manufacturing and remittances. If you look at our trade with these countries, it's on the ascendancy on average which means they are potential markets that are developing. When there is a transaction in trade, existing literature suggests that it takes a minimum of 6 to 18 months to enter into agreements with other, uh, other trade destinations, which means what it means is that businesses in Ghana whose sole destinations are Russia and Ukraine will suffer largely if the situation worsens. Then he has a global perspective. Global commodity prices have reacted to the escalating tension with crude oil and gold, which had been on the ascendancy in the days leading to Russia's invasion, hitting recent highs. Consider crude. It surged past 100 US dollars per barrel barrier for the first time since 2014. While gold reached its highest value since 2020, with spot gold trading 0.8% higher at $1,925 dollars as investors continue to seek refuge in more traditional asset classes. Despite constituting two of the nation's top exports, Prof. Gachi was less than optimistic that increased receipts to the Treasury would trickle down to investors. Speaking about crude, he said, the developments reflect on gains in the upstream, especially as government had made projections for the year using an average price of $62 per barrel. Alright? And now it's around 100 And this could go higher. If that situation persists, however, this could bring chaos at the pumps as the populace will feel it, he said, ahead of the increased 15% hike in transport fares. I need to make a quick comment to you about the uh, the effect of 
higher global crude prices on us. So th- there's a bit of confusion. So what Professor Gatti is saying is true. But the MPA is also telling me that if you look at the amount of, um, if you look at the, 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 the fact that only 18% of the crude that we produce is ours, he basically is suggesting that we import more crude than we own. So even though we will make a windfall from the increase in crude prices, it's not enough to offset the effect on both our import of crude and our import of finished product. So he says, yeah. Ghana's share of local crude production is about 18%, equivalent to about 27,000 barrels per day. Based on 2021 data, Ghana consumes the equivalent of 90,000 barrels per day. So even though if you look at what collectively the country exports, we can be seen to be a net exporter. If you look at what we actually own, we are net importer. Yeah. So the hundred dollar per barrel doesn't favor us. And you see, um, if you look at what we actually own, mm. if we also did a lot of processing in this country, mm-hmm. we'll be getting byproducts for other things. Yes. Russia, all these countries are playing because in the fertilizer space because they also do a lot of processing of their crude oil, and some fertilizer products are obtained from natural gas processing and crude oil-related oh, activities. really? Yes. But Ghana, we don't have refineries. We don't have anything. We don't have anything. We don't have anything. So Nigeria does refining. Charlie. So now they've got, they've got some good amount mm-hmm. of um, fertilizer byproducts, about $200 million worth of those that help their economy. So they, will, they are locally insulated from some of the international... Yes. And, and you see, one thing that helps countries like Denmark... Mm-hmm. A country that doesn't have a lot of resources, right? Mm-hmm. But they do what we call industrial ecology. Mm-hmm. They map their industry such that one industry's waste is another industry's resource. Mm-hmm. In Ghana, majority of the things we do go waste. Mm. The cocoa sector has opportunities for us to do other things. The coconut sector, Bernard, for example. You are still talking about fertilizer. I'm still talking about fertilizer. Now, our waste, the Zoom Lion economy, Mm. And I think on this call, Zoom Lion is doing well, setting up all these compost manufacturing plants. Mm-hmm. We need to look within for solutions. So, Bernard, and this this conversation... Because COVID has already taught COVID us that came, our dependency on the global system yes. is So, when you precarious. read the story, you said, you said the, 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 the lecturer said, um, because they are intermediate goods, mm-hmm. we are not going to feel the effects now. We are actually going to feel it now because when COVID hits... We couldn't import a lot of these things because of the um, global supply chain challenges. So you remember, cement prices skyrocketed. Iron rods skyrocketed. Paints, a lot of the things we use in housing went up. And we've still not re- recovered from that. Mm-hmm. Now, this Russia thing is going to happen. And the it's iron good. and the things we get from Ukraine and Russia are going to be affected. I'm not sure a lot of the manufacturing companies here had the financial wherewithal to find other suppliers in time to bring them the product for them to start processing. Yeah. So I am predicting if this goes on, iron rods prices will go up again. You've already said that fertilizer prices will be affected. You've already said that there could be food inflation because with, of with the fertilizer. It's not even going to be just the prices because if I take you through the availability of imports, mm-hmm. for example, if you look at um, 2017, the data suggests that we brought in 440,000 metric tons. Mm-hmm. 
2018, 310,000. Mm -hmm. 2019, 423,000. Mm. 2020, 613,000. Mm. And then COVID came, 157,000. Wow. So from 613 all the way to 157,000. So it's not just the price. The product actually being available for... Maybe the government will decide that the subsidy price will go up or something. But whether people will actually get the products for the upcoming farming season, are farmers to grow maize, um, soya, rice, um, whatever they are growing, vegetables, So, so it's in all of us are interested to pray that this thing ends soon. Like today. Because even prior to the conflict, things were not looking good. The price of the urea thing has shocked me, eh? From 390 to 900. Hey, so so, so how, how are people farming? It's, it's, it's difficult. So wait, if a farmer thinks... So let's go through this. A farmer needs a number of things. You need land. Getting yeah. land is already challenging. So let's yeah. assume you have the land. Then you need the seed. Yeah. When you get the seed, you need labor and equipment to clear the land. Yeah. Then you now need inputs like fertilizer. So fertilizer price has tripled. Yeah. Now, if it doesn't rain, you need some level of irrigation. Mm -hmm. That suggests you need a dam yeah. or some technology. Yeah. All of this has not... You haven't even started planting yet, too. Then when you plant, you need weedy size and things because there will be things that will come in to try and affect the plant. Then you have labor to manage all of this. L let me take you <laughs> Charlie, the farmers, they try. Let, let me take you through the numbers um, because we recently put together our rice project and the input we are going to use, right, mm -hmm, Bernard? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'll take you through the numbers. So if you are going to do rice, mm. you need seed. Yep. Right? Mm. For your crop protection, you need glyphosate. What? Glyphosate. Hey. Then you need herbicides. You need insecticides. Then you need fungicides. Herbicide for herbs. <laughs> insecticide for insects. Fungicide for fungus. Hey, <laughs> or whatever it is. Then, so, that's the seed. That's a key input material. Then crop protection. Then you need fertilizer, crop <laughs> nutrition. Both organic and inorganic. Well, basically, if you are doing large-scale farming in Ghana, you cannot successfully use organic yeah, fertilizer because you don't yeah so inorganic yes so you are using mpk at least two bags per acre and urea at least two bags per acre hey how much is one bag of fertilizer it's going to be between 300 and 400 i think quite you understand two bags per acre yes if you if you <laughs> if you look at the ministry of food and agric specifications and and instructions as to how to take care of your crops mm. so in the end you're looking at some 2000 ghana cities per acre for cropping now if this fertilizer prices keep going up mm. it means that in 20 for example in 2018 mm -hmm. if you're spending 1200 to plant an acre 2020 2022 you are doing 2000 mm. so the input cost for farmers is going high this is where i also expect banks and financial institutions to look at agribusiness very well they mm. think agribusiness is risky, but it's not. Mm. If you look at the NPLs of banks, agribusiness has the lowest NPLs. If go and look at their M NPLs, all the other places they think bring in money and they are putting money are giving them big time NPLs. They, they should look at agribusiness because not now there's a Ghana Agric Insurance Pool mm. which will insure crops. They have multiple so they insurance. Are buffers in place they to have help average yield insurance and all those things. Mm -hmm. So banks and financial institutions should now be looking at agribusiness companies in the country and saying, how can we work together? Okay. Because they need the financing in the in the in the face of these fertilizer like challenges. Doing, doing a now. No, 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 no. I wanted it's, you it's to, to walk me through. So seed, mm -hmm. 
cost. Yeah. Then you have herbicides, fungicide, uh, the other side, yes. weedy side. Then yes. you have fertilizer. And all of this, the conflict affects it. Mm -hmm. And then, but is that all? What else do you need as a farmer? You, you need mechanization. Okay. Mechanization. Um, the government has done a lot um, with planting for food and jobs to bring machines in. So I think on that score, even though we are not where we want to be, we are okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we need rains and irrigation. Mm -hmm. We need rain. So this morning, one, one, one lecturer from UDS was suggesting if E-Levy is passed, we should use 5% to set up irrigation schemes for the country. So this war must end mm -hmm. for global food supplies not to be affected that bad. Now, this is it. Tanks are running on the lands of Ukraine. I'm sure agric lands are going to be affected. Russia is also pumping a lot of their resources into this particular war. They may not have enough to fund some of their agri-productions. They may, I'm just speculating. And in all these things, every other organized food security institution is alarmed. Everyone is speaking, everyone is, is, is looking at how they can secure food supplies for their, for their citizenry. Mm -hmm. where, are, where do we stand as a country now when it comes to food supply, food production, especially for this year? Last year we were hit, the previous year, Maize did well. Um, the minister said we didn't import maize. But last year, farmers started complaining, poultry farmers. Are we going to get the supplies for the Ghanaian farmers mm. to start planting as the rainy season comes? Good questions. <laughs> Meanwhile, Goffer can't seem to tell me whether what Rasputin wants to do, whether he will... He will. Is it true that they are meeting... Uh, there are reports globally yeah, that that's what, Rasputin that's is meeting Zelensky... Um, near the Belarusian border. Yeah, that's what is being reported. Who's mediating that meeting? Do we know? And we are told Belarus is also joining the conflict? Who is, who is Belarus? Why are they joining the conflict? Belarus is basically a proxy of Russian state. Let me ask you a general question. Sorry if you don't have the answer. Some people are saying that Putin wants to rebuild the USS. USS. I know USS are sort of disintegrated in 1991. Yeah. And um, some people think that he's always believed that the Bolsheviks made a mistake in some strategic mistakes which led to the breakup of USSR mm -hmm. and that his grand agenda is to rebuild it. My question is, if you look at the kinds of states that were in the USSR, all right, of course, Russia was the largest, but there was Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, there was Ukraine, Moldova, Estonia, um, Belarus, mm -hmm. Latvia, quite a number of countries. I, is it a realistic assumption that this man wants to rebuild ussr if you look at the economies on the way that those countries are headed does he even need to rebuild it because isn't russia big enough or does the fact that they lost places like kazakhstan with all their oil and things sort of weaken them as a global force and now in global polit geopolitics the big three are china us and eu you get me so russia is almost relegated and that there's a certain group of people in Russia who believe that they need to reassert their position in global politics and global geopolitics. And they feel bringing back the days, the good old days, if, if that's the word to use. If you listen and read Putin, do you believe that that's what he's trying to do? It's a heavy question. It's a loaded question. <laughs> no, I'm just asking for your personal view. Well, I know you've studied this a bit. Yeah. I, I need to say two things about Godfrey. Goes on. So, two things. Godfrey's um, 
one of his papers he wrote whilst he was studying in China it was on why Russia would invade yes. Crimea. Yes, Two and this was before they did. 2004. <laughs> he wrote a paper on predicting that Russia would invade Crimea. Yeah. Two years before. This was for international relations. Yeah, I was just playing around. And you predicted it accurately. Yes. Why? So do you remember what you wrote in that paper? Quite a few things. If my but why were you so sure Russia would invade Crimea? No, basically we're looking for conflict points. I was looking for conflict points. And was this for some research? Yes, something I was working on at the time. Mm. It just made sense at the time, looking at the shared history, mm. that if there was going to be any form, of, any point of conflict within that the frame that we're working within, it was going to be that was one of the likely mm. points. So I decided to focus on that. And then things led to another. Idea. I need to say, Godfrey did a, uh, a master's in international relations at Legon. So he, he, <laughs> he and, and somehow, Russia has been one of the places he's been interested in. So let me, let's you answer the first question. I'll ask you another question. So is it realistic to say that Putin is trying to repackage USSR? It's a hard question because he said, he said, things that would let you look away from that. Mm. But he's also said one of the saddest things that ever happened was the breakup of the USSR. Mm. But this is the same person who also says, said that you would be a foolish man to want to put the USSR back together again in mm. its original form. <laughs> so, that's interesting. <laughs> in its original form. He wants so, to put it back in a different form. Yeah, but it is also quite clear mm. since 1999 when he came that one of his biggest objectives was to push Russian power in the area, reassert mm. Russia as the dominant political and economic power in that part of the world. And he's gone about that in different ways. There's been the carrot and the stick, mm. you know, and he's done that by propping up some governments. And you just mentioned Belarus, for instance. Belarus is one of those countries that he has propped up. Mm. And basically, he's not looking at, what he's looking at is an environment where there are friendly mm pro-Russian countries around, countries that will enable Russia to feel like the big daddy. Mm -hmm. You need help, you come to us. We need help, you support us. Mm. And then we move from there. Unfortunately, the breakup allowed a lot of small, small ex-Soviet mm -hmm. states to enter NATO. Mm. That means that they are amenable to political ideologies from the West, they are amenable to economic relations with the West, they are amenable to military support mm from the West, which is a significant problem for a country like Russia that is looking to assert itself. So you can, you're can saying that Putin could be legitimately concerned about Russia's uh, security, but not necessarily even thinking about reuniting mm -hmm. USSR. Yeah. So his, his so-called pretext for going to Ukraine could be construed to be purely self-defense. Yes. By some people. By some people. But if you look at what Putin is doing now, mm. It, it is quite clear that this is about compliance and creating a buffer, like I said last week, between himself and what he feels are increasingly hostile neighbors. Mm. And the only way to do that is to use Ukraine as a pawn. And Ukraine is a good pawn in this particular matter because historically they've always had issues. Mm. They speak the same language. There's always been an interest in Ukraine uh -huh. for Russia. Uh, you understand? So we've, that's uh, why we had the Crimea situation. So they will always be the easier. You can't go to Poland and say, I'm invading Poland. They don't speak Russian. 
Mm. They used to be part of you. You can't, mm. you understand. There are parts of Moldova, for instance, the terrest, uh, where you have FC Sheriff mm-hmm. region. They speak Russia, but can you really go there? Because they're already pro um, Putin anyway. Okay. You understand? So there's so, no need to do anything. There's no need to. You struggle with those ones. But Ukraine is the big one that stands in the middle and says, well, we are very different from you. The hostility has been growing again. If you look at the numbers, like I told you, a significant number of Ukrainians are very anti-Russian these days based mm-hmm. on where they are becoming Ukraine in its own right has become quite successful mm. as an independent country. Mm. One could say they might even want to compete at some point. So Russia may think that Ukraine could be used as a launching as pad, a launch pad to attack their hegemony exactly. in the area. Exactly. And this is a country that is historically always on the defensive. Mm. You understand? So why would I want next door a country that potentially could be used as an entry point for my enemies? Let me ask you, what do you think the key would be to end in this? Would it be Russia running out of resources or could it be the debt toll in Ukraine leading Western countries to say hmm. we have to directly intervene? Because some people are betting on wearing out Russia. And there are some people even think that the fact that this has taken a week suggests that the advance and their rate of success has been slower than they were originally hoping. So they feel, and the fact that these sanctions are now biting... Putin may run out of economic steam yeah. and be willing to talk. Well, you know your economic numbers. What does it mean when <laughs> the Central Bank of Russia raises interest rates from 9.5 to 20%? That is crazy. You, you should know what that Th- means. That is crazy. <laughs> and if you add that to the 30% slump against the US dollar, it means that if people start rushing to banks to withdraw their money, there's a challenge on the Russian economy. But it will also be crazy to underestimate just how far. Putin is willing to go on this because they would have run simulations on what they can do and what they cannot do. There will be room for margin of error. There will be room for a lot of things to get what they want, which if I essentially see, and that is, will be the smartest thing to get right now, mm-hmm. concrete admissions from Ukraine that we are not interested in joining NATO, which is our interest is no longer there. So we will not even begin processes to look f- nice mm. and attractive for NATO to call us in. Mm. I think that might be the ultimate and that we will not allow our country to be used as an airbase, that support troops will not be allowed in from other countries, that sort of thing. Just so that that buffer still remains for 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 us. I think that might be the most important one before the economic bit starts coming. Because as for the economic one, if this goes on for another week, I think then... That's why I told you I don't see this going too long because another week of Russian businesses not being able to send money and whatnot in this day and age when their economy is not really at its strongest will bite a lot. We've also been told of the potential to close their uh, for European countries to close their airspace to uh, Russian-based carriers. That does a lot for a country Mm -hmm. like Russia. Who, Who are you going to trade with? Who are you mm. going to do business with? And mm. look, a lot of Russia's wealth is not in Russia. Mm. A lot so of this swift ban too will affect them. Massive. They can't access the international reserve. Exactly. You can't do a lot of things. So, and they, and they need a lot of their businessmen and their state entities do a lot of their business outside of Russia. We actually mm. have a okay. business deal with, with a Russian state entity. In mm. Ghana. Remember regasification, what you say? Oh, is it the... Um, Rosneft deal, GMPC Rosneft. Oh, really? Yes, regasification. Oh, 
between yeah. or oh, it's no regasification. Yeah, regasification. Yeah. So we'll take a break. We're, we're thinking about this now. Uh, this is the City Breakfast Show. Send us your comment. We are not, I mean, for me, I, I feel some people think that we are trying to, and based on the questions I asked earlier, I am not saying that people should go and attack Russia. I'm just asking how they were able to do this with all this, the deterrence. So please don't misconstrue my questions to mean I support some, some sort of um, Thatcher type of intervention Thing. Yeah, I'm just saying that I'm bi- my questions were basically premised on how the world has changed between the 80s and now. now yeah. Okay, so please don't don't be too quick to jump to that uh, conclusion. This is the City Breakfast Show. We're talking about Russia. If you are still in traffic, let me know because I've I, I've been talking for almost 30 minutes. If you haven't moved at all, probably you just have to go home <laughs> because if from the time I started discussing this, you have not moved more than 20 meters, it means it's a lost cause. And we are hoping the police have started moving into places that we mentioned so they can help calm the traffic. This is the City Breakfast Show. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Hold not thy peace, O God of my salvation. Because the mouth of the wicked out of the circle is open. Amurai Rastaman throw one stone And it bring a bad feeling to all wicked men Out of him foot dread And the man throw one stone And it bring a bad feeling to all wicked men Only when man like Marcus Garvey speak Wicked men would I hear? Yeah, I hear. Instead of that, they only sit aside and rub and cheat and oppress the poor. May God, what a sin thing! I got bingy throw one stone and it bring about the feelings to all wicked men. What a blood bingy man throw one stone. And it bring about the feelings to all wicked men. If Rasta make a progressive move, wicked men are red. I. All they want to see the days when them can't send out Rasta, can't send I out, I send out Babylon. And don't forget that the month of March is the Heritage Month on CTFM and CTTV. Throughout the month, we'll be bringing you insightful conversations in four main themes. In week one, we'll be talking about places. Don't forget, on Saturday, the Heritage Caravan takes off from Accra. And it will go through about 14 of the new regions. And I'll be on that caravan. Things change. So this week, we'll be talking about places of interest. So, Mike, I've done a couple of interviews on places to visit if you want to enjoy Ghana. If you took a drive from Accra and you headed west or headed east, where did you have to pass or where do you have to go to really feel Ghana, taste Ghana, wear Ghana? So that's uh, coming up on uh, City Breakfast Show and Breakfast Daily, 9.30 a.m. every working day. And this coming month. The feelings to then we'll also talk about food. 
Oh yes. So let's food bazaar is on the 26th and 27th of March. There will be a week dedicated to foods from various parts of the country, from the north, from the middle, and from the coastal areas. The month would also focus on music, music, and then fashion. Oh, look at fashion trends. Do you know what tunabu is? Some of the things they used to wear in the 60s and 70s. We'll discuss those. And then we'll also end by talking about people. Our good old uh, conversations on names. This year we'll enrich that. We'll look at Akan names. We'll look at Ghan names. look at Ebe names. We'll look at names from the Molly Dagbani group. All within the five weeks of March. Heritage Month is coming your way every working day in the month of March. And Putin has thrown one stone. And the whole world is confused. Things change. Well, the conversation on the Carabao Cup has been settled. But you can still watch DSTV for other exciting sporting headlines. Man, you have a very tough list of games in the month of March. <laughs> they are playing Spurs, Atletico Madrid, Man City, Liverpool in the month of March. Catch all the action live in March on DSTV. Stay connected on the access package with just 52 CDs to see what happens in the month of March. DSTV feel every moment. And if you're struggling to find litigation-free land for your project, struggling to come up with the full payment for that house that you want to acquire, or you're worried that the house you're moving in would have not have all the amenities that you need headlong housing is back with products tailored to your individual needs the last three homes located uh, at amrahia offer an elegant view of the equipping bridge they are contemporary but super affordable apartments with a starting price of thirty-five thousand us dollars they are vanguard homes located at Adjungano are luxurious and spacious apartments reasonably priced Call 0270-166-166 or visit edlomhousing.com to book a side visit. Edlom Housing, where spacious homes cost less. Okay, so um, some messages. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles from Tema says, Why are you surprised about Russia? Bernard, America attacked Iraq and Afghanistan with all the so-called deterrent in place. The world superpowers only pick and choose when to obey the rules on paper. Mm-hmm. Bernard, Putin is fighting for Russia's survival. If Ukraine should join NATO, Russia will be one of the most vulnerable countries, mm. especially because of their land size and the border that they share. The mm. closest border to Moscow is the Russian-Belarusian border, and the next closest is the Ukrainian border. Mm-hmm. Putin is protecting Russia. That's all. Niaiku. Mm-hmm. Bernard, I wish our friends in Ukraine um, a safe passage into other places, but I would have... I would have joined the forces to fight if I were living in Ukraine. Hey. Hey. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. My mother called me from Poland this morning after she crossed the border at 11 a.m. The situation there is very serious. Wow. Uh, so your mother was in Ukraine, crossed the border to Poland. Can you imagine that cold place, all of this mm. trouble? Somebody and you can't so, pack enough clothes. Yes, the lady said she had just, <coughs> I think, one change of clothes and a laptop. And they, some people worked for seven hours. Imagine the freezing cold. Yeah. And and let me say um, thank you to Yawa Champon. He's mm-hmm. a PhD. You, 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 yes, you. Where he's a PhD he? student in Hungary. Oh, all, I the, know Yao. all the voices you heard. Oh, it was Yao. It was Yao. 
So thank you very much, yeah. Very, very yeah, yeah, he was, did uh, really, really well. Oh so he's the one. He's the one who you know, spoke you know, to I all was the saying, students. I was saying that the person who interviewed the students sounded like somebody who had done journalism before. Oh, yes. Oh yeah. So yeah, Champon did that. He's in Hungary. Hungary. What is yes. he doing? PhD. In what? I do not know. Wow. Actually, Pakutoganians are studying in places oh. Hungary. You know, Ukraine, Russia. Hey. Tell me. You know, I told you one of these days that we must have a conversation about global education and mm. the fact that we are very, we are, we are, the ma- because of the marketing of the US and the UK the schools, we think that that's the only place. That those are the only places where you can get an excellent education. Yeah. But depending on what you are studying, I know. The US and I the know, UK might study, not be you, the best you, place. You studied in China, so you are very open. You, I mean, to be fair, it's... Maybe, I did not think I would have ended up there. And but I that's need, why I ended and, up... And I need to but say, I have no regrets. I need to say, your studies in China have also made you a bit more open. Yes. Because you see, even with the conversation we have, I've studied in the UK. A lot of the information I've had in my whole life have been from Western part of the world. Uh-huh. So you can say that my mind is tilted a certain way. Yeah. I think you're a bit more open-minded because, yes, you follow the Western system, but you also studied in yeah, China you know and I, lived there. You know, when I came back, I told you, finally, that mm. I would not mind living in China. I went to China with a lot of prejudice. The propaganda was but, working. Yes, I, I'm telling you, but I, I lived there and I came back and I was like, I would not mind at all. I can live there and not miss America, not miss UK, not miss France, so not China, miss China is not as, Happily. as, 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 I don't know. What's the word I want to use? It's been it's been it's cast, a dilemma, yeah, it's, it's been cast into some place where if you go you can't do anything you want. It's like uh, you are suppressed. We are very happy. So there are Chinese who are very happy. We are very happy. So it's propaganda. It's, no, they they, are, they have problems. Uh-huh. Okay, like every country has problems. They deal with it in the in their own way. But the, you can also see the significant effort to portray their lifestyle their kind of life as being not what the world is about which i found unfortunate when i went i believed that you know and the reason it's interesting how i got there actually because my actual masters mm-hmm. after uh, my thesis paper was on china and the use of sporting events as a launchpad for soft power and you're supposed to go and study that way no I, that's what i did here okay now part of my query took me to the chinese embassy at the time okay to do some interviews mm-hmm. and the academic supervisor said he wanted to read the paper after it was done okay so i submitted it to the Lugon center for international affairs and everything but i also sent a copy there for them to read uh to the chinese to the person who asked to read it okay. and then he disagreed with what you wrote what i wrote but felt that if i went to china you get a different perspective get a different perspective oh. that's how i got my scholarship so that you've written something from your outside perspective if you went into the country you realize that is not what it really yes. is yes and you ended up in china because of that yes amazing now xinhua is reporting a few things what are they reporting a couple of things so they are, they, of course, the early story is his speech on work of People's Congress to be published. It's That's more the important than anything else. Now, China issues report on U.S. human rights violations. Yes. Full text. Yeah. <laughs> That's the second point. Yes. Russia-Ukraine talks to start 9 a.m. GMT Monday. Now, if they report it, it means it's going to happen. Yes. So, this is important. I'll read that. So, then it said, Russian air forces dominate airspace of Ukraine, according to the Russian Defense Ministry. Mm. Then they have... Uh, a couple of stories. I see attribution again. You mentioned this fact. Yes. Nobody is going to do independent. Yes. Every, everybody is attributing. Uh, so a couple of stories on Ukraine on site in Ukraine. Xinhua journalists uh, are 
basically on the front working. Belarus, Ukrainian delegation in Belarus for talks with Russia. Mm. And then they have, um, uh, there's an interesting tab on the website. Share your ideas with China's premier. Mm. I wonder how many you can read. So I was sending me a message. Uh, Mr. Xi, uh, there are lots of Ghanaians studying in China who feel they need more freedoms. Can you help them? You might be surprised you get a response. I'll not be. I'll send, probably. Because, I mean, I've had Ghanaians listening to me from China. Some of them are having challenges with their visas because I think they felt, prior to COVID, yeah. they were treated much better. It looks like since COVID, things have become a bit yeah, tougher for, for students. So maybe I'll send Premier Xi and say, by the way, when are you coming next to Africa? I'd like to interview you. You know? And I'll say, I have a guy on my show who studied in China. <laughs> but this is, he, 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 he can translate. He doesn't travel as much. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, he doesn't travel. So it seems to be very focused on China, China. By the way, what we see, what is what is China thinking? There's an article I read that was saying that mm. this conflict is going to test test the relationship between the China and Russia yes. in an interesting way. What, what do you think is going on in well, Xi Jinping's mind? Well, it's very important for Putin to have significant buy-in from Xi. Now, mm. If you look at the past five years or so, both countries have gone out of their way to develop develop even closer ties mm-hmm. than would normally exist. They've always been close, mm-hmm. but these two have worked hard. But um, I have a feeling this took China a bit by surprise. Mm-hmm. The actual invasion, mm-hmm. and the pretext that was used, was like I told you, mm-hmm. is something that ideologically China would differ from a bit because of its position on Taiwan mm-hmm. and other situations. But that does not mean that it is going to back out of its support. The support is clear. Mm-hmm. The, the leaders are on the same page. That is why you would have abstinence from China on the UN Security Council mm-hmm. on this particular matter. Mm. Okay, so I, I don't think it's going to change too much. So what they are going to push for is the early dialogue, mm-hmm. make sure things move quickly, and then the situation comes to a head. So China's uh, clarification that it wasn't an invasion. How has that changed? You know when the thing started first, yeah. China said we should stop calling what that happened an invasion. An invasion yes. I'm, I'm not it hasn't sure. changed. It hasn't if changed. it had changed, we'd have heard. Okay. Um, but but it, it's interesting how this is this is really testing uh, the UN again. And I think we really need to have a close look at the UN system. Is the UN even for purpose? Saw, yeah, I saw Antonio Guterres tweet and it, the, the tweet didn't have him. You know the funny thing? You know, I'll, I'll tell you, I think Kofi Annan did a lot for the UN because of his stature as a person. Yes. Because the, this was an institution in decline yeah. that he brought to the forefront. You know, he exuded trust. Yes. And since he left, the UN has never been the same. Yeah, but the agenda for reform has also never been seen. There hasn't been a willingness by the big boys to see through the agenda for reform. Mm. You know, there's just too much to be gained by it because they all know the games that they play, <laughs> like what we are seeing now. That is the shortest story I've seen in as well. So Xinhua, website, their editor. Russia-Ukraine talks to start at 9 o'clock GMT on Monday. And this is the story. Moscow, February 28, Xinhua. Talks between Russia and Ukrainian delegations are expected to start at 9 a.m. on Monday. Head of Russia's delegation was quoted by Sputnik as saying, full stop, end of the story. <laughs> no more details, <laughs> girlfriend. How? <laughs> I mean, how? Why is why is the story but, too short? But don't you have the details you need? No, the story is too short. Why, what else do you want? You want some background? Yes. No, I'm giving you straight information. And they are saying that the Ukrainian delegation for talks with Russia is now in Belarus. Sputnik reported on Monday. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, what happened to Sputnik V? She has a health minister. 
So apparently Sputnik is not just a virus. So Sputnik is both a spaceship. Oh, is a, is a, Sputnik is a, a, a vaccine. And Sputnik is now a newspaper. Yeah. Because apparently Shinwa is quoting Sputnik. Yeah. Sputnik V is a, 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 a vaccine. And then the Sputnik was also a, one of the Russian space yeah. things. What does it even mean? Anyway. So that's the Russian state-owned news agency. Sputnik. Yeah. And their vir- vaccine is also Sputnik. <laughs> and their spaceship is also Sputnik. <laughs> so that's their, that's their journey. Yeah. Sputnik is their journey. The other story they have is that on the spot, long lines of Ukrainian refugees at the western border. Mm. Now, business, I'm just reading this to give you another perspective because a lot of stories I've been reading for you have been from the western yeah. parts of the world. So I'm just reading stories from China as well to give it balance. Uh, our correspondents have just entered Ukraine through Poland and are on their way to Lviv. How is the situation in the western border of Ukraine? Take a look. So the person then has a report that they filed. And then another story they've written, Putin puts Russian deterrence forces on combat duty. That's the way they describe the... <laughs> but if if we're Putin reporting puts, this, if we're reading this from CNN, yeah, it would, very different. It would look different. So right? Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered the country's deterrence forces to be placed on quote, <laughs> especially. You know, this is interesting. Putin uh, ordered the country's deterrence forces to be placed on a special mode of combat duty and quote in meeting with top defense officials on Sunday. Source is Kremlin. And their stories are they are, they are, their stories are two paragraphs, one paragraph. Oh. They don't have time for long. It's wire service. It's supposed to be quick. Yeah, then you follow up. Yeah. And then you... It's a wire service. Yeah. So, still on the messages board, let's read a few more comments. Okay, so this one says, um, a lady, I have two friends, each in, in the countries, a lady in Russia and a guy in the Ukraine. I called checking up and she said, I shouldn't panic. The guy in Ukraine said he left for Romania last week, Friday, headed towards Qatar for a flight to return to Ghana. This is coming from Mr. Menu in Brekum. Mm-hmm. So it looks like, uh, at least by today or tomorrow, or latest tomorrow, mm-hmm. we're going to have quite a few yeah. of our friends and family back home. Mm-hmm. Okay. So apparently Sputnik 1 was the first artificial Earth satellite. Sputnik yeah. 2 or something else. Sputnik 3 something mm-hmm. else. I see. Sputnik is very so big learn, in Russia. Learn, learn a new thing every day. <laughs> Sputnik. <laughs> Charlie, the Sputnik V vaccine. Charlie, what happened to it? Where is Sputnik V? That is what has caused the fight between the speakers. So apparently, Sputnik means satellite. Mm. Sputnik, I'm told, means, I don't know. You need to help okay. me. Here. Well, if you, if, you, if you run a Google search, there are different meanings companion, fellow traveler, whatever, uh, whatever, attendant. So. Sputnik. Yeah. Mm. So it means that globally, the news will be the talks. Yes, the big story today, will be the talk. The big update will be that, and then uh, we are expecting more sanctions as well, from yeah. what we've been told. And so. when you look at the map of the war, so apparently a lot of the eastern parts of Ukraine. So you have not like Kiev, um, Kharkiv, which which is not to be confused with Krakow. Krakow is in Poland. Mm-hmm. Kharkiv is in Ukraine. And then in the south, a place called Kashon or Kassin. So Russia is entering through about five areas. Three, four of the areas are in the northeast of Ukraine, and one area is in the southeast mm-hmm. of Ukraine. So a lot of the countries that our people are moving to are on the west. So Romania, Hungary, some are in the south. Romania, Hungary, Poland are all south or west. 
So if you have anybody who lives in the eastern part of Ukraine, then they could be in trouble because that's where the conflict is is really heavy. So that's just um, yeah. Uh, well, uh, just another quick update. Mm. So, uh, Ukraine is demanding an immediate ceasefire and mm -hmm. withdrawal mm -hmm. of Russian troops. Um, that's as yeah, that's a statement coming from the presidency. As the, the their delegation have arrived as well mm -hmm. uh, to have the first round. Oh, so the talks will happen. Yes, so but can talks happen while you are still bombing? Yes. So, have you seen there a rule about like peace? Uh, I thought there was some rule around that. The fight is going on, but they are still yeah. they are still having peace talks. Yeah. So we have the minister of defense, advisor to that, but the president himself would not be there. But do we know who on is the Russian side coming from the Russian side? Uh, the Russian side is also coming with um, people from the military hierarchy. Do we know if there's a mediator? No. So it's just the two sides. It looks like. Wow. This is really interesting. Now, are you saying they will finance the purchase of? weapons to ukraine and the delivery of same and that's also interesting you know there are so if if you're a conspiracy theorist mm -hmm. very interesting mm. i was looking at the map of gun sales over the weekend mm. and you should see the numbers the graph moving towards just, but you see this is terrible because what's going to happen the is weapons that manufacturers made yeah, a killing over and the weekend. then what's going to happen is even after the war you're going to have so many weapons it's in the country you're going to make the place so in unstable guys whatever happens to ghana may we never get to a conflict either within or with anybody because the distraction conflict brings the social the political the economic i i mean you have no idea For once in your life read a book about war Okay, read a book about the Rwandan war, the Liberian war, or even the Sierra Leonean war. Just read a book about war. Just one book. And let people tell you what actually happens during a war. You will not wish it on your worst enemy. It is a terrible situation. So, whilst we discuss our politics, while we do all our things, let nobody think that a war solves anything. Because a war creates more problems than it solves. Mm -hmm. That I can tell you for free. There's a there's a book I would suggest people get. There's a chapter mm. on Rwanda, Martin Meredith, Ash. the state of Africa. I, hmm. I would always recommend that for yeah. people who are interested in yeah. international relations in Africa and police, foreign policy towards Africa and why we are where we are. Quick point. Japan announced to join a coalition of countries blocking Russia from the SWIFT financial messaging system. Korea joined as well. That is significant. Yes. Because they look west, they look east problem. Yeah. But China hasn't joined. No. So, in essence, China holds a bit of the... Because if China joins the rest of the world... Which was the question I asked, for instance, my guest on The Big Issue on Saturday, Stephen Goods, who knows more about this than I do. He writes a lot about this. He basically specializes in Russia-Africa relations as a livelihood. Mm -hmm. And his point was, if there is... I asked him, who can drag Russia to the table? And he says, China, China if she decides to get a bit sterner on mm. this... He could end this with a phone call. How? But is there a way in which Xi Jinping can use this to enhance his global image? Yes, but he's not interested. He's not interested in, in global in, image. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't he, even travel these days. He wants power. He's he's consolidating his own power and realigning what the position of China. So at the moment, he's far more focused on his country than what the world is doing at mm. the moment. Wow. We'll take you back. We'll, we'll take a short break and come back and wrap up. This is the City Breakfast Show's Monday's edition. Stay with us. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3.
This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Heritage Month officially launching on CTTV as we speak. It's a CTFM CTTV promotion. This year we have the On Air series running every morning from 9.30 to 10 on radio and television. Then we have the week-long Heritage Caravan, which I'm so excited about. We're traveling through the central, the western, western north. I have for Bono region, Bono East, Savannah, uh, northeast, upper east. Then we have the northern region proper we're also coming through ashanti and eastern down to greater Accra. and it's a new flavor another energetic experience a pleasant taste energize your day with a kind of good day energy drink and know the difference good day energy drink makes you feel great and it's the best for that special occasion grab a can share with friends contact less farm distributors for large quantities reach them on 0501 What's that it's telling more? Never time. I don't give a damn, man. My ship is selling tomorrow morning. Take it easy, bro. All right, a few more comments coming in on the mm. show today. On yeah, Salasi says uh, you should pronounce Xi Jinping's name properly. So how did I pronounce it? I think he has. He hears you say Xi Jinping. No, she. I say yeah, she. Yeah. Like S H E. Yes. So S H I. 
Yes, she. Yeah, yeah. Is that the right pronunciation? Yes, she Xi Jinping. Jinping. Yeah, so maybe he's not here. Who's who's going to be the next Chinese leader? Do we know? I don't know. Yeah. But. Would there be plans? Yes, of course. As How old is he? How old is he? He's in his 60s, I can check. Yeah. He seems like an effective leader. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he seems like an effective guy. Quite frankly, I think he's managed to become the most powerful yeah. Chinese leader we have seen in, in a long, long time. Long yeah. time. He sort of very, understands the place of yeah, China in the world. Very clear in his mind as to what he wants. Shifting to focus from global to local quite seamlessly. You see what we get when you have an engineer as president. Apparently, he's not just president. Apparently, there are lots of engineers in China's public space, uh, in town management, country that's, management. That's what you get when you get engineers involved in national development. I, for me, it's not, it's not a profession. It's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the training and the morality and the national commitment. Yeah. You can be... I mean, Zelensky is a comedian, but he's not doing comedy. No, no. Right? I'm talking about the Ukrainian yeah. guy. So I get you where you are going, but I don't want to go there with you. He has other... He <laughs> has no, I know training where you, in other areas. No, I know where you want to go, but yeah. I won't allow you to go there. <laughs> it's not... It's not, <laughs> not the BI put it to you, son. No, no, but, but there's nothing wrong with having people who know their law as yeah, well. Yeah, because fine, for a developing fine. country, rule of law is critical. Very. And people who understand their law are also and important. For a developing country, engineering and proper planning and execution is even more critical. <laughs> yeah. So this one says, there are two, there are two, there are two China messages for you. Okay. This one says, Bernard, I'm listening to you right now from Chengdu. Godfrey is right about China. This one says, I've, I've been living and studying in China for close to four years and recently came back to Ghana. I go with Godfrey. I would not mind living there. If you know how to navigate the place, it's one of the best places to I mean, live. My main question is what we learn from them. What can we learn from them? How they take province and country management seriously. Mm. How they don't compromise on physical infrastructure. How corruption is theft and you'll be punished for that. And corruption yes. is not going to sit at home and go and find yeah. money. How, how organized they are, mm. we can learn a lot from them as well. That's one yeah. of the things. You can learn the good, leave the bad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Bernard, permit me to do this before we go. Uh-huh. It's from my friend Karsaki. Mm-hmm. And he says, please wish Pearl Johnson of GCB head office a happy birthday for me. Mm-hmm. Her birthday is tomorrow, 29th of February. Tomorrow is 1st March. Pearl Johnson, you know I have a birthday this happy year. Happy birthday. Fashion Putin. <laughs>